Blog Talk Radio.
man, just making me tougher. That's all that do. Make me tough. I love a hater. I love me a hater. What up, what up, what up? Coach Kyrie is in the building. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Let's see what's happening tonight. Woo! Welcome to Trill Alchemy Radio. Every Thursday at 9 o'clock, we in the building. Trill Alchemy Radio, this is episode 6. Are you fucking a hater? Woo! That's like the upgrade to... Sleeping with the enemy. Whew, this one is great. Uh, normally, I let everybody know, hey, man, we're trying to finish up, you know, in normal, regular business hours, but we often have to hit an after party. Tonight probably will not be any exception. When you're ready to call in, please, the calling number is 917-889-3803, and we're so glad that you decided to join us live. And we're even happier that you're catching the replay because you salty, because you missed the live. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Just set your calendar every Thursday at 9 o'clock, Trill Alchemy Radio. We're coming out the box blunt and loud. You know what I mean? But this is also healing for the real. We're getting ready to get this thing started, man. Uh, and, of course, um, I'm kind of like, you know, the engineer. I like make sure the sound is right. Make sure everybody's comfortable, you know, passing around the drinks. Make sure everybody got ashtrays. But I could not do I could not do this show alone. No way, no way, no way, no how. So without further ado, I want to bring in right now over here, chilling on the left side or the right side. I think she might be coming about the roof like Beyonce. She's a soccer mom. She is an engineer. She's a Bitcoin billionaire. She is. Uh, she just she just a big time life enthusiast, world class healer, and one of Houston not Houston, Dallas, Texas finest. Y'all put y'all hands together for Robbie. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening, Ra? How you feeling this evening? Hello? Hello, hello? Oh, man, I was talking, I was talking, I was talking. What's up? I had you on super mute. My apologies. Oh, man, my apologies. Ugh. <laughs> Can you hear me okay? See how you treat your treat, <laughs> people? No, 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 man, no, no. Man, man. I was singing the song so loud. I was like, man, the people can't hear me. Let me mute my phone. And then I just I, I caught up. I'm a, I, my bad, y'all. Apologies. What's up, people? Hello, hello, Trill Alchemist. How are y'all doing this evening? I hope everybody had an incredible week and ready to wind this thing all up. Y'all know that Thursday is the new Friday over here. So we appreciate you being here with us. How you doing tonight, Coach? Um, as always, blessed by the best, too sexy to be stressed, worth my weight in diamonds and gold, and open to learn something tonight. I'm always curious, you know, about the root cause of these things that we talk about. You know, as a symptometrist and a food scientist and a professional astrologer, I want to know, you know, the root of things. So this subject right here is not near and dear to my heart, but it's near and dear to 
my situation, you know, like growing up, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I mm-hmm. think that there was a big disdain between uh, my mother and father, you know what I'm saying? And definitely could have been some hating going on in that particular relationship. So um, super curious and got my notebook out. Definitely got some some contributions I want to make tonight by probably pulling up some astrological indicators of what some people can look out for, you know, when their common sense lets them down. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you to do that. You, like, read my mind. I'm so happy you prepared with that. Oh, well, we suited and booted. When you st- when you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. You know, Coach K Astrology, info, just let everybody know. There's going to be something you're going to hear tonight, astrological, and you're going to want to come over here and book you a little relationship session. Just go over to CoachKAstrology.info, scroll down. I think it's like the third one. I got a video describing it. Bring all the dates, especially for those of you all who are poly and open, because we do attract a lot of those over here at Trill Alchemy Radio. Uh, y'all should come with four or five birthdays, you know what I'm saying? Especially people in your past, because they can tell, you know, about where you're going, where you're coming from, and things things of that matter. So, yeah, I'm I'm locked and loaded. But, you know, of course, we need to add, you know what I'm saying, a little more champagne to the game out here for folks, you know, and people's campaign. We can't do it just by ourselves tonight. I know that we have another uh, Mount Rushmore hip-hop artist and God body himself ready to just come down in the puff of smoke or rise up out the floor like Prince, whichever one he chooses to do. I want y'all to put y'all hands together for father, man, game enhancer, just a real G overall, brother Kim Brisbane. <laughs> what up, what up, what up? Can y'all hear me? What's yes. Can y'all hear me? Y'all can hear me good. What's going Loud on? Clear, y'all? How y'all doing? How y'all doing, man? Thanks for having me back again. It's a great topic. You know, I'm ready to sink my teeth in and, uh, you know, hopefully we break up some relationships tonight so people can get catch up with their kind. <laughs> you here to break them up? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> See, what I like about Ken is Ken, he, he doesn't really talk about how psychic he is. He just calls himself a game <laughs> enhancer, but he game often enhancer. Yeah, I want to enhance the game. I know, but you're often reading my thoughts. Because even, like, yesterday, day before yesterday, I was like, well, if we do this and we do it like we true to this, some people have to break up because it's got to be, like, some resolution at the end. Like, how do you know if you're fucking um, a hater, what to do, how to recognize. But at some point, you're going to have to break normal. So Ken said it. I was thinking it. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's go on and get some Autumn folks. Is the next but season, don't look right? at the board. Say what? I said autumn is the next season, right? Leaves going to start falling off the tree, right? That's the next season, right? Oh, oh shit. Oh, change. So, I hope y'all ready to have some tough conversations within the next two to three weeks because you're going to start recognizing things, okay? You're going to start looking around. You're going to start sleeping with one eye open. And, and, and so, yeah, Coach, you're absolutely right. We're going to cover um, what to look for because there's levels to it. It's so many levels. Like, it, it ranges from your basic hater to a straight-up enemy. 
And I want to look at each one of them levels so people will know what to look for. You're going to cover it from an astrological standpoint, some of the markers. If you have your chart, you probably want to have that handy. You probably want to have your, not yours, but your partner's chart. Like, you probably want to run that right now and go on astro.com and go and pull that up. Um, go and ask his <laughs> birthday and birth time real quick and come on back. And then we are going to give you a plan, an exit strategy, because the one thing you cannot do is if you are sleeping with a hater, you cannot stay in that situation. And once your eyes are open, you're going to, you're going to be moved to make some changes. So yeah. we had the tarot but, card on this. I but, it's the tower card for this one. What's up? But, but raw, somebody's going to be listening and going to say, well, how can I change them? Oh, Whoever no. want to approach that first, Ken, Ken, I want to hear what you got to say to that person. You and Rob, but 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 I'm gonna change them. What y'all got to say about that? Okay, yeah, I can I can touch on that. Well, look, you don't you don't never want to change nobody because they're gonna resent you in the end, right? No matter how good your plan is, and no matter what you see in them, what you want to do when you're with somebody is try to create an awareness. A aha moment in their life and you want to spark them but if you change them even if they begin to win you got to understand something that later they're always going to resent you and you're always going to hear this well i did this for you and you never want somebody living for you because you can't be a person's purpose so if you're changing them you become their purpose what you do is you create an awareness and you spark them you know what i'm saying you put things in their life and you see if it sticks and that's the only thing you can do is to see if your influence can create an aha moment. Like, and, 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 but that comes from being a great listener. So you have to practice effective listening because you have to get people to talk and they'll tell you who they are. And then you extrapolate the, what you hear and then you create something from it. So then when y'all separate and come back, you have something that, that basically is like, um, is like a bridge to what they were discussing. But you never want to try to change somebody. That's, that's, first of all, that's too much control, right? You can only change yourself, and you can, only have, you can only control yourself. But what you want to do is be an influencer and try to spark. That's all it is, it's a spark. It's, it's kind of like jumping a car, right? You don't take an engine out of one car and put it in another car. No, you get your cables, and you jumpstart it, and you spark it. And if the car don't start, then it's dead, and get the fuck on. Keep it moving. Mm. So my well, I take on that, to that question, but come on, Rock, this is going to be wonderful. My part two, good, lovely, yes. <laughs> my take on that is, you know, first before you try to change a hater, you need to recognize what the hater is showing you, because the hater is definitely a reflection and is showing you some things about yourself first. Okay. Like, before you try to change the hater and put all your energy on pointing the finger at them and what you're doing wrong, you need to look at where the hater is showing you where you're slipping on your own boundaries. Because at some point, you made a choice. You chose this person. You saw these signs. Haters don't just show up out of the blue and start hating on, like, day 497. Haters hate from day one. It's in them, okay? And you've just been ignoring the signs. And I can only say this out of my own experience, okay? So they're showing you something about your boundaries. They're showing you about the things that you are accepting in your life. And then by, by, it's just by natural law, once you start changing your own boundaries, 
and what you accept and your own sense of worth, then that hater will kind of fade away, okay? That, that'll that be a way for you to kind of open up the energy for them to leave. But we're going to get to that. So what's your part two, Coach? Well, I'm going to just I'm gonna answer. I'm going to put in on my own question first because I'm on the panel too. Uh, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of sort of, mine's going to be real short and quick. Changing somebody is like changing your blood type. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck trying to change somebody's blood type. Good luck. Good luck, because we already know what you're about. You know, like, man, you think that you're going to do the impossible. You've been watching this a little too many uh, 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 Gary Vanderchuk and motivational Tony Robbins. You went a little overboard with Tony Robbins right there. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't change blood type, okay? <laughs> only people can change themselves, all right? So that's my piece on that. So my second part for the devil's advocate is somebody's listening right now. Ken, they heard what you said, Ken. And you know, mm-hmm. they said, well, I got kids. I got kids. Mm-hmm. So what I'm a what I'm going to do about that, Ken? What about the kids? I got to change them because um, they're the baby mama or they're the baby daddy. And, uh, you know, this is how we can do it. We're going to, we got to be together. For, when we got married, it did say to death do us part. So, you know, what about mm-hmm. these kids we got right here? What's up with that? Hmm. I mean, I understand that. You know what I mean? That's a major part. You know what I mean? You do, you do got to consider the children. But this is the thing, though. Well, let's take it back to square one. You're not going to know you're with a hater if your ass ain't doing nothing in life. Right? Mm. The hate <laughs> the hate activates based on movement. So, and I'm going to just keep it real. Most people ain't shit. Most people ain't special. Most people are just straight up average. Right? So most people don't got a special talent. You know, I'm not the, I'm not the person that's going to sit up here and act like everybody got a gift. But everybody don't, right? You need you need you you need you need an audience to watch the people that have a gift. That's their role. They watch the people with gifts. They're just the watchers, right? So the people with gifts can perform, right? So the majority of people don't got no hater mate because the majority of people ain't shit. All right. So for those for those that are that do have the talent and do have the gift and they're in a relationship where the other person is trying to tug at their cape and there is children involved, look, <clears throat> unfortunately, you kind of got to bite the bullet. You kind of got to bite the bullet until the relationship gets so out of hand where it becomes physical or becomes toxic or whatever. Just because you're uncomfortable and not happy with the person, if this is you have a child together, you kind of got to bite the bullet for the child as long as it's not toxic because you're, you, don't, you don't put your your Happiness, that's your feelings over the dealings. Now, you, that's in the situation you got to fake it till you make it. Until, the, you know, in the morning the kids see y'all together, y'all got to play the role. And then when the kids leave, y'all go do y'all. That's just how it is. You can't because I'm unhappy. That's feelings. Now, if there's some, there's some extreme things going on, then that's what it is. Now, what you do is you just build your shit and don't include the person. That's all. But you can't, because this person is a hater, and this is the mother or father of your child, you can't separate. It, it don't work like that. You got to, we, we, we not in our feelings, we in our dealings. Hmm. So with that, you know, I think that's a good segue because 
um, you know, this hate exists on different levels, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Ken, I think you even wrote a blog about this um, some time ago um, about the different levels. And so mm-hmm. I, I think that there is a threshold, right? We talk about it, it. It can range from somebody just being a small-time, you know, roadblock, stumbling block, pulling on your cape, to them being your full-blown enemy. So when we talk about, you know, what do you do when you have kids, I don't think it's a black-and-white type of a question, like you said. I think we got to look at the different levels and see where the situation right. falls. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can get into into some of what some of some of the signs and signals because I know people want to know like you know what does this look like like how do I know that you know because one thing about haters is that they're very manipulative and they'll have you thinking that all of this all the problems are on you right so how mm-hmm. do you recognize it what are some of the signs so we talked about one one being the dream killer right you are trying to get something new off the ground. You are trying to level up. You're trying to start a new business. You're trying to work out. You're trying to go back to school, and they're the ones that come in and tell you, nah, that ain't the move for you, or nah, baby, you don't need to work out. I like you thick. Like, I, I got a hump, man. Let me tell you, I got a few homegirls. Y'all don't know. Dudes really do use this. Dudes really do get with a chick and, like, Butterball her up so that she will not be attracted to other dudes and have their self-esteem completely jacked up. Like, to me, that is just, like, cold. So what do you have to say when it's, like, okay, um, when it's on this dream killer level? Like, what? what's the, hmm, I don't know. What's the? How do they? How, how do you think you stick and recognize that? Have Have you ever had an experience like that? I don't. I have. My either one of you guys. I'm a. I'm a tie it back into like what Ken just said about the first way. Well, like possibilities, right? As a martial artist, one of my teachers said. Um. It's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. So if I'm walking down a rough neighborhood in New York and a fight breaks out, then I already know what my skill level is. Before And the fight may not even have anything to do with me, but I don't have to start running because I know what my level is. So I think the first thing is understanding your level and let's make sure we classify it right first. Because if you ain't doing shit, your partner is not hating on you. Ken, you said that eloquently right there. That shit right there, whew, that was the silence. You know what I'm saying? Like that. If you doing nothing, if you ain't doing nothing, you don't have a hater. But if you know you're self-motivated, you know that you are a go-getter, you know that uh, you can't settle for seconds, you know you like to... Um, uh, eat what you kill. You should already. The first thing you have to get rid of is your naivety. Because the biggest thing, before we even get to that, is people come to me and say, "Why are they hating on me?" So I think as a foundation, I think that's a marvelous point. Is stop being so freaking naive. You get hated on because you're doing some ball shit, or at least attempting some ball shit. You got a boss mind. 
first, okay? So if you don't have a boss mind and you know you don't, then stop talking about you got haters. You know what I'm saying? Secondly, if you do have a boss mind and you're trying to make something happen, quit saying, I don't know why they're hating on me. I don't know what's going on. You got to stop being naive. You got to stop being naive to who you really are and your power. You know what I'm saying? And the first thing to recognize is, man, I think it's, um, I call it the alt, the alt-right. You know what I'm saying? The alternative. They're always giving you an alternative for your plan. You got a plan, they're giving you an alternative. Well, I think that's one of the signals you can look for. You got a really good plan, and they got an alternative. But they ain't tried the plan yet. They ain't tried the plan. They got an alternative plan. So that's that's one thing I think people should look out for first. Are they going with you? Like, are they cheerleading? Are they saying, come on, nigga, let's go? We're we going to run this brick wall with no helmet and just a mouthpiece. Nigga, let's go. That's not a hater. You know what I'm saying? It's even a dumbass idea. But they going to do it. That's why I like, and, and, and my evidence, this is, you know, it's women in prison that got caught from bricks. Why in the world would a, would a woman hold weight for a man? Why would she take and hold like a key or two keys and put her life in jeopardy and not snitch on him? Because she was down even with a bad idea. She was even down with a bad idea. So if you get a good idea and somebody's down with it, now you got you something. You know what I'm saying? And if you got somebody who's down for a bad idea, you just need to change your ideals. It ain't the person, you know what I'm saying? So that's my first indicator, the alt-right. Look out for the alt-right. Okay. Hmm. Well, well, look, I mean, we, we got to tie a lot of accountability into this, too, because um, when we see so-called evil or bad characteristics in other people, what that that's we're capable of that same thing, right? So the hater, this enemy, they represent an aspect of us or else we wouldn't have never met them, right? And they represent something in us why we are afraid to level up, why we're afraid to bust a move, why? Because check this out. Flies stick to shit because shit stands still. It's still. It's stationary. But you notice certain bugs cannot attach itself to fast-moving objects, right? So if you're really, really not fucking with this hater, you're going to be moving so fast that they can't see you. <laughs> you understand? Right? So e- even when we stay in those situations sometimes, oftentimes there are still things in us where we, where we like abusive relationships, we, where, where this person is getting on our nerves, but at the same time, the high from arguing keeps us in a relationship. And then we'll have sex, and that's going to extend the relationship seven more months. Right, so <laughs> this hater is just a is a is an aspect of you for real, or they would not be there. You know what I'm saying? It's correspondence. If they say if if it's really as above, so below, then that hater is an aspect of you, right? And you'll shake that hater off when you completely not do a 360, but do a 720, right? So that's that's really important because we got to be super accountable with with everybody in our life. Like at, at this point in my life, I feel like if I get some unfavorable relationship, that's totally on me. 
I'm I'm out of line because there ain't no God governing my shit. All right. So if I get somebody that come in my life and it doesn't go in the way that I think it should go, then I planned wrong at this point in my life because I'm 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 in the advanced class. I'm not in the beginner's class. I've been at this. I did my ten thousand, twenty thousand hours of self study. So anybody that comes in my life now, it should be favorable. Right? So that's one. Two. When we're talking about when we're talking about haters and the enemy, they're necessary, right? We always talk about uh, steel sharpens steel and iron sharpens iron and things like that. You need some type of contrast. You need some type of pushback. The thing about it is, is yes, we do want relationships to challenge us, but sometimes, sometimes we need some type of resistance. We need to know what it's like to feel somebody not fucking with us. We need to know what it's like to feel uh, somebody sabotaging our situation so we can activate problem solving. You know what I'm saying? So the majority of people, especially in the first world, they solve their problems by kicking and screaming. They don't solve their problems by outthink, uh, uh, thinking themselves out of the situation, right? We come from a welfare culture. So if you can't do it, there's something that assists you. And what that does is it plays out in all aspects of the relationships. You know what I'm saying? It plays out in all aspects of our life. You know what? If I can't solve this problem, somebody's going to come bail me out. Sometimes you don't need that. Sometimes you got to put your big girl panties on, pitch your big boy drawers on, and you got to get to it and use your mind to get out of that situation because your mind got you in it. Man, I can't agree with that more. Because let me tell you, when I've only had one relationship with a hater, but it was so just like it's still fresh on me because it was such a um, just a it was just such a strong and powerful experience. But you know, you talk about it being a reflection of where you're at, and I attracted this person. When I was at a low point, it was like I say it all the time, this nigga caught me slipping. He really caught me slipping. You know, I had gone through a breakup. My self-esteem was a little bit thrown off. I was doubting myself. I was needing validation. And this person showed up and immediately started reflecting those things back to me, right? Started reflecting that resistance to me in a major way. But I was so blinded and I think a lot of people especially women no I think it goes both ways I think we get so blinded by the superficiality of the relationship um, how this person present themselves you know he looked the part he was the part on paper Um, I wanted it to work Um, I was determined to prove the last relationship that it wasn't on me and so I made a lot of compromises and allowed these things to go on when I was seeing these signals, right? And the thing about it though, that tension and I, I mean I had to endure the tension for a long time before it got to the point where I was able to make those two revolutions and do that seven twenty and, you know, fly myself up out of that situation, propel myself up out of that situation. But it was exactly that tension 
that led me to doing really, really incredible things for myself and making huge, huge leaps and transformations in not only how I saw myself, a lot of it was in how I saw myself because that was a lot of what was holding me back. So I think that point that you make is absolutely right and is so important for us to say, you know, you say don't be in your feelings be in your dealings, but a part of that, you're going to be in your feelings, but you want to use those feelings responsibly. Like you want to use those emotional indicators as for what they are, not for you to get caught up in that drama cycle. Because, see, the thing about it is that that same drama, that drama that you're in creates a same chemical release as you actually winning, okay? So, a lot of people are searching for that, 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 that serotonin, that dopamine release that comes from winning. But you're in a partnership with somebody that doesn't want you to win. And so you settle for the lesser version of that from the drama. Um, so, you know, absolutely on point. Um, I think another thing that people should look for, and it's okay for me to move on, is that a lot of times, the hate shows up in a way of energy manipulation, okay? Um, what do I mean by that? We, we look at people who there's oftentimes a dynamic in relationship where one person is like the martyr, like the selfless victim. They're the person that I'll do it. I'm the one that's making all the, the sacrifices and putting in all the effort and I'm the only one that's caring for you. I'm the only one. And they do this, and it's not genuine. So it's really, really sneaky because it appear, they will make it appear that they want you to win, but at the same time, they're using this, like, martyr self-pity kind of energy to manipulate your own energy. Um, and, Coach, I think you actually did a video where y'all kind of talked about that martyr complex today. Is there anything from your, your conversation with Akeem that you want to share as it relates to the martyr? Oh, to, you're talking about the, the conversation I had today when I was over there with the Equality Brother? I was yeah, in the yeah, trap yeah. when we was having the conversation. Absolutely. Um, man, it was, just a, it, was a, it was a lot of aspects of – that, but I brought up I brought up the martyr piece because of the video that you posted with the chick who was talking about she wants somebody you know what I'm saying to uh, she doesn't she she doesn't want to be entertainment and she and you was like he, he she's gonna pick a nice guy who's gonna be a martyr and kill himself you know what I'm saying for you know what I'm saying thinking that's what she wants you know and so today we was just talking about I can't. I can't add value to myself if my goal is being if, if my goal is to be some martyr, if my goal is to be some Malcolm X. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm 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 trying to get mine right here. I'm not trying to like the art of manhood is about living, not dying. I'm not searching for nothing to die for. So, you know, a lot of people like you said, they they'll they're looking for that dopamine and they're just like because an orgasm is akin to death. And life, you know, because it's just, ah, and then it's just that collapse, and you just want to be in that super state of peace for just a second. But people will do so much, you know what I'm saying, for that energy. It's almost like 
you know, a cocaine rush or something like that. So, yeah, that whole that whole martyr piece is, you know, I just call it ridiculous, man. Like there's there's no there's no merit. The M in merit doesn't stand for. I mean, the M in martyr doesn't stand for merit. It stands for madman or mad woman. You don't gotta be no. You don't gotta be a martyr, you know, to be like, you know, I toughed it out. You know, you're dead now. They even put a knife to your throat or killed you, and then you get to heaven or wherever you are on Judgment Day. And they was like, so, did you use all your spiritual tools to develop yourself while you were on earth in a physical body? He was like, nah, nah, I was just showing you how tough I could be. You was just showing us how tough you could be. What the hell is that? So, yeah, I'm here because I'm a martyr. I know I get in free now because I took all that shit off my partner, you know. I never got with the best person. I was just with this person right here. So since they was hating on me and I had sex with them, y'all should just let me in. Hey, you you should already know how that's going to work out. Your ass getting kicked out or wherever that court is going to be. <laughs> I think to me the martyr is the the martyr is the actual hater. The martyr is the one that is um it's like they create the chaos just so that they can be the one to say and step in and say they rescued it. Like I dealt with this. I dealt with somebody that would purposefully like I was killing, okay? And this person would purposefully start something with me, throw my energy completely off. You know, we get into it, and then he reverts back to this calm, peaceful, I will do anything to work it out. And it was this constant cycle of doing that, and his self-esteem was so jacked up that he was constantly seeking validation. And by him being that martyr, by him being the one to rescue us from this self-imposed chaos that he brought to the table, then he could then he could validate himself through that. Uh, I think that is like... <laughs> yeah, I, I got. I need. I need. I need some work. I need a healer. <laughs> well, let me say this. <clears throat> let, let me. Let me. Let me say this. It, and and also, you know, I got to give my disclaimer that Ken's Brisbane views and words are his words, and it's not reflective of the Trill Alchemy uh, platform. <laughs> so, you know, anything so, that I say, y'all can come to me, right? I ain't finna be a martyr to no bitch because she got a pussy. <laughs> Straight like that. But, but, let me, let, now let me tell you what I mean by that. <clears throat> I will die for greatness, though. I will kill myself for greatness. Not just, not just off the strength that that's a woman. Because I'm not, I'm not nice. I'm fair, but I'm I'm not nice though, because I have a purpose. And if I'm nice, then that's not going to allow me to get to my purpose, right? So, people that have that emotional manipulation, they don't have a purpose. Now, if it's true that on an average daily, that the human being can only make one to two good decisions per day, I mean dynamic decisions. And then all of a sudden, your mental ability starts to uh, starts to decline throughout the day. So if 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 on average you can only make one good decision a day, my one good decision is not going to be trying to be an uh, uh, emotional leech, an uh, energy leech, right? Because I have to put that good decision into my work. See, the thing about it is is 
You have a country and a a country and a world full of trash. And I'm going to say it. The majority of human beings are trash, period. They ain't special, all right? So when you get with them and you get with them off that charity, oh, man, this is a cool dude. Oh, man, this is a cool chick. Oh, man, she's cute. She's this, that, and the third. You got to look at their purpose and their work. Right? You don't look at work first. You look at laughter first. <laughs> he makes me laugh. Right? Is he a comedian though? No? Then it then it don't matter if he make you laugh. Okay. Oh man, oh he's he is so buff, he got a great body. Okay, cool. Is he a bodybuilder though? No? Then it don't matter. What's the purpose? Right? So you gotta mate based on the purpose. Because if you don't, then this person is gonna have energy to get under your skin for fuck shit. Feel me? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I think I think one of the first clause so here's okay, so so here's one key of how you can avoid a, a sleeping with the enemy type uh situation. I think the first thing you should do when you when you're trying to fill somebody out and, and see if they if they the right person Man, y'all should work on a project together. Y'all should work on a small project together and see if you can sit down and accomplish a common goal together before you ever open your legs, before you ever open your heart, before you ever give them all of them all of that good that makes us so vulnerable and so blind to these types of situations. Y'all need to sit down and accomplish something together, and it can be something small. Because I tell you, if I had done that in this particular relationship, actually, I tried to do that, and the signs were there. We couldn't sit down and accomplish simple things together, and I should have taken that. If I had known then what I know now, I would have gotten my ass up out of there, okay? So that that's one way you can avoid it. Um, let's see. So yeah, that that that's a that's really that's like a really about. tricky energy, huh? What did I call? That's one thing I like about. One thing I like about this show is I'm honest with myself. That's why I like doing the show with y'all and people who come on the show, cause I cause I have to measure my. One thing I ain't gonna do is be a hypocrite and I ain't gonna be a fuck boy. So I done been like cutting grass and thinking about something Ken said. Like I need to tighten that shit up. Well, I'll be damn working on another projects and be like, damn, Rock gave out some jewels on the show. You know what I'm saying? I need to work on that. But there's other times where I hear either one of y'all say something, and I'll be like, damn, I'm that nigga. I'm that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm that's me. I'm, I, I'm going to get a project done. and Or I'm going to run a mother. Uh, excuse me. I'm going I'm to hit my Ken Brisbane. Or I'm going to run a bitch off. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to work on a project, and all of a sudden, they ain't pulling they in. Next thing they disappear. Don't be afraid if the person disappears because they can't show up on working together on a project. You're going to see exactly, like, if there's some pressure in the project or how easily they work or what their habits are. Yeah, so I love I love working, with pro- working on projects. I don't care if it's something small. Like, let's say if we're going somewhere and we're doing a rendezvous. Let's say it is over some ass, you know what I'm saying, or, some, or a sexual rendezvous. Nigga, could you even get the room coordinates together? Like, who going to pick up who from the airport? You know what I'm saying? Something simple like that. Like, 
look at all those things as projects. It don't necessarily have to be let's build a website together, let's build a domain uh let's 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 go get a domain name together. Now nah, small projects. Small projects will give you because it's a small project and a big project, the only difference is the amount of energy it takes. But it's fundamentally the same thing because you're fundamentally the same person. So I really like that what you said. And the other piece I wanted to add, I was going to come in, but I didn't let you finish when you was talking about the that relationship you was in and how they always would do this and they always would do that. What somebody always does is a reflection of their astrological chart. It's easy. It's easy. If somebody's always passing out, then you take their ass to the hospital and look at the MRI. When the MRI come back, what are you doing? Looking at the chart. If somebody has a pain in their back and they get go up on the X-ray, what are you doing? Looking at their chart. So when you see somebody who's always doing something, whatever, like manipulating your energy, especially on a manipulating of energy type thing, pull your ass over and pull out some charts. You don't know how to look at them? Go to CoachKastrology.info or some damn astrologer. You shouldn't even be in no freaking relationship if you ain't got a reader on deck. I know Ra got one on speed dial. While we're talking about, yeah, me and Keisha, I just got to read from Keisha. And I said, damn, Keisha must be on speed dial and retainer. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we're just going to meet once a week and get this, get, the, get, uh, get this reading done. But that's what a trio alchemist does. Proverbs 3, 5, lean not on your own understanding. Lean not on your own understanding because then you'll just be saying, oh, this, 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 this. And then the other thing about situations like that is what what you did, Ra, you you had a yellow flag and you didn't get your ass up out of there. You You probably had a red flag and still stayed. It's okay if you got a yellow or red flag to burn the road up. Or as we used to say, let your head get small. You don't get no um, brownie points for just sticking around when the yellow flag is on the ground. When you're in a football game and the flag is on the ground, what happened? Play stops. Play stops until we resolve what the penalty is. So that is critical critical right there. And then you want to go against the numbers, you get chopped up. You know what I'm saying? You get chopped up going against some coins, all these divination tools we use. But if you ain't using them, guess what? You the one into that dopamine fix. Ah man, this is this is how it's supposed to be. Nah, that's your that's your counterfeit narrative that you are lying to yourself with to justify the bullshit ass activity and where you at in life. Look here, I had black flags. Hey, they was past red. <laughs> black flags with Skulls and crossbones and shit on Okay, like beware. But I was so in my feelings, right? I didn't see the markings. I didn't see death on the door. And the thing that I like about the project and that you know is that it keeps you in a dealings frame of mind. So Ken, I see you've been playing your book, and I, I just want to tell right. you, I have had a chance to check some of the excerpts from this book. Dealings over feelings, and I think it's a right. good time to, you know, talk about how to, this relates to this topic of sleeping with the enemy. Mm, okay, yeah, y'all can check that out at com too. Dealings over feelings. So, 
not saying that um you can't have emotions because you can, but you you have to have emotional intelligence. And what we think emotions is, I just don't think it's it it's that. And I think that what we do with feelings is really untrained instinct. So in in the animal world, they use instinct. That's feelings. Ours is untrained. So it's untrained even going into a relationship, okay? So the reason why you end up with a hater is because you don't mate based off skills. You mate based on how you feel, all right? And the average per- okay, look, this is, this is why movies are important, because the brain can't differentiate what's real and what's not real, right? So we learn how to, we learn every single thing based off music, media, and ministry. Music, media, and ministry, right? So we go to church and it says, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. And we all say, oh, yeah. But they never tell you what is a wife, right? What does a wife actually do? And you can't use the Bible as a, as a, mm. as a compass for that because all of a sudden in Genesis, and Adam knew his wife. <laughs> okay. What the fuck is a wife? And what does she do? Oh, okay. Let me watch television. And whatever the wife is doing on the movie, on the film, then we're going to mimic that behavior. Okay? So it's about who controls the narrative. Now, what are the skills of a wife? See, people say this. It's suppose. See, suppose is that that's a that that's in the air. That's not concrete. A surgeon does XYZ. There's a job description, right? A mechanic does XYZ, right? There's a job description. And if they don't perform based on the description of the, the, the job, then you can say they're out of a line, right? But you cannot show me the wife manuscript or the husband manuscript because there ain't one unless we're talking about a movie. You feel me? So when we're mating, we're not mating based off skills. You know what I mean? And we're not looking at staying power. Like if I get with this person right here, they, they appreciate. They got staying power. If I align with them 25 years from now, I'm going to make a projection that at 50 and 60 years old, this person is going to be the shit. See, we don't think like that. We think, oh, you know, this is how women mate. What do they tell their friends? He's so nice. What do guys tell their guy friends about a girl? Well, she look good. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? And then, and then, and then you get with this person, and then they're underperforming because it's all about the numbers. This shit is just like sports. How many yards do you have a game? How many points did you score? How many touchdowns did you score? You know what I'm saying? So when you're mating off skills, there's a way for you to check analytics. Based on my production, this is what I'm bringing to the table. When people talk about what they bring to the table, they talk about behavior. They don't talk about numbers. Like, but, but guess what? If you go to a corporation, you're going to have to show numbers. You're going to have to show, look, man, I have the ability to increase profits over such and such amount of time. Am I lying? Yeah. No, Am no, I lying? No. Am I, oh, right? Okay. So, so why not that approach in a relationship? So basically, you got to come to the table with your numbers. Hey, in my last relationship, I helped my partner lose 75 pounds in such and such amount of time. 
okay, cool. In my relate in my last relationship, man, I helped my partner go from seventy thousand dollars a year to one hundred twenty five thousand dollars a year. You got to run your analytics. So when you're mating like that, there ain't no time for no hate. Why? Because we got to meet our numbers. Just like if we was on some um, running a, 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 a shareholders, right? If, when, when you're, when you're, when you, uh, Warren Buffett has to deliver for those shareholders, right? You got to show them numbers. <laughs> but when you make like that and you made in your dealings, go ahead. No, go ahead, finish. I thought you were done. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I was done. I was wrapping up. Okay, now that's a very Capricorn answer. Okay, like mm-hmm. y'all, we know y'all. <laughs> about business and numbers and the bottom line, but you got a lot of feelers. You got a lot of feelers on this line that are saying that you know that's just cold. That's just that's just heartless. That's just you just don't want to connect with nobody. Right, um, right. What do you right. like? I want to hear what both of y'all. Coach, I first want to hear your take on um, mating based on skill. And then I want to hear what y'all take, what, what you would have to say to the person that's like, well, what do I do with these feelings? This shit is real. I cannot just turn it off. I want to be made to feel a certain kind of way. I, that's what I equate love with. That is what I have been conditioned to equate love with. I'm 40 years old. How do you expect me to all of a sudden see love in black and white? Numbers on the paper. That's easy. Hell yeah. Go ahead. Mine easy. Go ahead. Okay. Let me let me finish that point. So I'm I'm, and that was a good question. And that's that was kind of the part two because it is the feelers or whatever. Their feelings are socially engineered based off television, like I said, right? But let's let's be real. If we put those people in the desert, how does the feelings? Integrate with that environment. Doesn't they, not a, they doesn't. They have they have to move differently. Now let's put them in the jungle. How does those feelings that they're talking about integrate into the jungle? Doesn't they're going to get their ass ate up? Well, but but I feel like I should be able to walk around at nighttime. Okay, <laughs> right. So see the thing about it is yes, it is a very Capricorn view. But my view is based on adaptation to the environment, right? People's feelings don't match the environment. <laughs> They're out of line, right? You have to go what the environment is doing or natural selection or handle you a certain kind of way, right? So those feelings that they're talking about, it only works in a manufactured fake environment, it's kind of like going to Vegas, and you're like, oh, my God, this is, this is great. Man, this is fake. You're in the desert. It's that one strip. You leave that strip, and your ass is in the desert, mm. right? So it's, it's the same way people watch a movie, and they're crying. It's not real. So it, it works in a manufactured environment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You get married, there's wedding rehearsal. It's a movie. <laughs> Well, damn. Well, damn, Coach. Oh, shit, mine ain't going to be no nicer. 
after that right there, you know what I'm saying? That He's just warmed it up. I keep telling everybody, and you can write this down because I told y'all, do not come to Trill Alchemy Radio without pen and paper. So you should be taking notes. Some of you, you should have old thick-ass notebook. If you've been with us since episode one, you should have old nice, thick 30, 40, 30, 40 pages of notes, you know. But right now, you should write down romance is the relationship killer. I'm going to follow up with Ken. The egg wasn't caring about no feelings for the sperm that made a, that made you. There wasn't no feelings in that equation. She was waiting. That, that egg was waiting for the most aggressive sperm that came. Facts. Then she wasn't in love with it. She didn't have no emotional context about all the other sperm that got killed at all, whatsoever. There's no research that it was some emotional content. The chick who got raped and got pregnant by the rapist, guess what? It's because the egg didn't give a fuck. The egg didn't give a fuck. She'd have been violated. She'd have been violated. You know what I'm saying? And now she's pregnant by a violator. What does that tell her about nature? Nature don't give a fuck about feelings. So why, up under this, well, the why is up under the manufacturer, music, ministry, and media. She saw it on TV. She kept listening to freaking Jaheim, and they told her in church <laughs> that she posed to stay in her feelings and didn't give her not now piece of science. That's why I'm always talking about relationship science. Relationship science. Do you have a car? Yes. How much gas do you put in it? $40 a week. Do you put $40 a week worth of oil in your car? Ken, you got a car, right? Ken, yeah, don't you got uh, a car? Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. Did, did, did yeah. You put, the last time you set up, how much gas did you put in it? Uh, man, I always fill it to the tip, bro. So, shit, $30. Like All right, hours. and then how, last how, time I money how often? And so, how often do you have to fill it up per month? Four or five times? I mean, if I'm really on the road, yeah, six, seven times for real, for real. Okay, let's say let's just say five times thirty. That's one hundred and fifty dollars a month, right? In gas. That's, yeah. that's you know that's yeah. and, and that's good, right? Right. Uh, yeah. Do you put then fifty dollars worth of oil in your car per month? I don't. The answer really is hell no, right? What if I ask you to put $150 worth of oil in your car? What would you tell me? I'm about to take Uber and Lyft. <laughs> what? <laughs> why would I put up? And why? <laughs> why? 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 That you doesn't make sense. If you put $150 worth of oil in your car, Ken, you know, for people who don't, who don't drive, why are you going to be taking Uber and Lyft? What, what, what's going to happen? I mean, I'm trying to, you know, I mean, I'm trying to say that, that overhead, this shit costing me too much, bro. But I'm just saying, if you put $150 worth of oil in the car, you're going to sabotage the engine. The, the car, engine yeah, does yeah, not, sure. the engine. Yeah, for sure. The engine is not made to hold $150 worth of oil per month. Every right. three months, you can change, change the oil with like $40 or $50. If you do it yourself, it's $35. You put four quarts in there and change the filter and go on about your merry way, and your car lasts you freaking forever. That's what feelings are. Feelings is the oil. They are the lubricant. So write that down, 20% at the maximum. At the maximum, 
But the strength is the game. You, the game that Ken is giving you, what you getting on Trill Alchemy Radio, this is petrol. This is gas. This is what you got to keep putting in your car. You got to keep putting science in your relationships. If you want to keep putting oil for those who, for, like Ross said, when somebody's listening and they're wondering, what do I do with all these feelings? You better damn put them in check because if you keep putting more feelings than you put gas in the car, then you're going to ruin the engine and you ain't going nowhere. You're going nowhere. You're finished. And to replace an engine, shit, you might as well get another car. You might as well get another car. So why would you do that? And that's only because of mis, uh, what's that? The miseducation of relationships. Ain't nobody got no science. I don't need all them. I do need some feelings because if I don't put no oil in the car, I'm in trouble. So there is a place for feelings, but it's not in the gas. Like, Ron, um, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you say your mechanical knowledge of Mercedes is, is right now? It was like uh, 0.5. Exactly. Yeah. But if I walked up to you and said, let's put some, <laughs> right. but if I said, let's put some oil in the gas tank, what would you do? Nigga, you crazy. You out your mind. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's what a point five mechanical knowledge. You already know oil don't go on that end of the car. It's up here in the front somewhere. Mike can't find it, but I know we got to lift the hood to put some oil in here. Now, we'll just put the oil back here in the back. What the hell? But we got so many people operating the lake. Yeah, what are you doing? Now, really, you, you're you not going to say that. You're going to say, get the fuck from back there. Yo, move. Watch out now. Watch out. Because right. you know that's not right. You know, and, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's going to be expensive, too, for me to get fixed off of your folly, which is what we're talking about. You start People started sleeping with the haters off of folly, off of feelings. The F in feelings could sometimes mean folly. You need it a little bit, but you don't need it all the time. It has its place. It's a lubricant. It's a lubricant. So even I don't want to get too much into my feelings, but I'm not going to abandon my feelings either. You see what I'm saying? So that's my piece on where should feelings go in a relationship. You got to have more science than feeling. You got to have more facts than feelings. Like Ken said, more dealings than feelings. Oh, 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 excuse me. And, and, And I just ordered, I just pre ordered my copy of the book too. So if you sitting around mm-hmm. here and you got fifteen you got fifteen dollars out here, damn burning a hole in your pocket, you getting these shows every week, Ken on here taking time out of his environment to come over here and drop jewels on you and you can't go over there and drop twelve ninety nine. I just did it and I'm hosting the show. What's your excuse? Go on over there because that's gonna be a game in hand for me. So that's my piece on that, KenBrisbane.com. dot com. Go on over there, drop that and then pre order and get it popping. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. And and look, like, because it's important because, you know, you know, when I when I talk sometimes, and and the thing is, you know, sometimes we gotta put our own ideals on the table and dissect them and see what the root of them is. Is and I look at the environment and I say, you know what does my what does my view match the environment, right? And the thing about it is because <clears throat> I had a certain type of relationship with my mother. It allowed me to see what really is, man, and not what I want things to be. I don't live in fantasy. You feel me? I don't live in fantasy. I don't live in make-believe. I live in law 
I live in science. I study the Kabbalion. I study the, 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 the trivium, the way things work. And I understand in relationships, things work like this and things work like that, okay? Now, because the, the way that love is designed, it's hard for someone not to hate on you because the love is manufactured. Nobody ever mm. says what it means, right? It means possession. You hear people say, that's my man and that's my woman. Okay. So how could they not hate on you? If you're leveling up, if you're making different relationships, if, you're, if you are, came into some new information and now you want to try something new, of course they're going to hate on you because their ego is protecting them. Because if you go do this, then where do I fit in your life? You feel me? Because that person is the end-all, be-all. You feel me? But the thing about it is death, if you've experienced death, Death has a sense of humor where the people that you think are yours, it takes them. <laughs> you feel me? And you can't get them back. So they don't belong to you. But the way that we manufacture, love is manufactured, is it's, it's hard not to, for somebody to not hate. See, me, the way I love, I don't go there. I go in friendship. I go in comrade, right? I'll give you an example, Coach. Check this out. The Black Panthers got Asada Shakur out of jail, right? True, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. True. That you do, do you know what you do you know who they were to her? Her comrades? Her comrade. Now comrade supersedes husband and wife. Because <laughs> guess what? Comrade means I'm about to go behind enemy lines and get your ass. Because you my comrade. You feel me? Mm-hmm. We have an oath. See, a marriage contract is a corporate oath. That's for, that's for, that's corporate. So that means when we get divorced, we can talk shit about each other. See, that ain't treason. Mm. Right? <laughs> that ain't treason. In the military, you leave your partner behind. You are a fucking coward, right? Any woman right. that I'm right. in a relationship with, it's going to be a problem, police arresting them. I'm letting you know that right now. The, my, 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 my kid is going to have to be in a car. Someone is going to have to talk some sense into me because there's no way in hell I'm fucking this woman and y'all about to put her in handcuffs. I'm the only motherfucker put her in handcuffs. Right. <laughs> Right. So, but, but 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 guess what though? A husband will be like, "Don't worry, baby, I'll be down there." See, that ain't his comrade. That ain't his comrade. He deal with he deal with love. What'd you say? The husband will let her take the charge for him. It takes a charge for him. He go, "Oh, oh, don't worry, baby, just hold still, man. Fuck that. You that you my partner. See, but I go. See, I'm I'm not shaking on you." Right, and if and if and if the cop do something to you, the husband or wife be like, "Well, you should have stood still. You should have accepted <laughs> that pain." Right? Mm-hmm. See, that's that's see, that's what I'm saying. So the the everything that we're talking about is basically in the software. It's in the language. The software is the words. The human being is the hardware. Once we take on these words, those words become part of the hardware just like an app. 
We don't know what it means. We're just acting out movie scripts. So this is why a motherfucker hating on you. Because they're like, you're my wife. You're supposed, there go that word. You're supposed. You're my husband. You're supposed. Nah, let's shrink it. You're my friend. I'm your friend. I'm here to assist in your purpose. Period. Boom. Okay, so we're talking about marriage. We're talking about ownership and how marriage is often equated to ownership. I think it's a good time. I know we have a, a caller on the line from the 323, um, and this person has a very, very, very interesting perspective on marriage, okay? So I um, am happy that he's been listening to the show I'm happy that he called in tonight. I cannot wait to hear what he has to say. Um, he is an author. He is a teacher. He is a tantric healer. He is the author of The Sacred Man. The Sacred Man himself, Dwayne Mooney. Dwayne, are you on the line? Mooney. This, this is Dwayne Mooney. How are you? How are you? I'm just, I'm just visualizing you sandwiched between these intense brothers. My God. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot going on in here, Mooney. Know what <laughs> I'm week, saying? Every week I get my. <laughs> Coach Coach Kair got the best analogies in the world. Don't he? <laughs> <laughs> he can paint a picture, ain't he? I mean, he can right. paint a a fucking picture that's unbelievable. I'm like, damn. He gave me so much game; it's ridiculous. Ah, oh, so Mooney. Sacred yes. Man. What do you? What's your thoughts on, on sleeping with the hate with, with your biggest hater? Have you ever encountered a hater in your bed? <laughs> oh yes, we sure have. My first wife was a hater. She was a stone hater. Yeah. But you know, yeah, I had to. I, after four years, I had to crawl out away from her. That's how much of a hater she was. But she hated herself. And obviously it was hate in me. So what you guys were talking about, which was the key, it's all a reflection. It's like I had to work. I didn't know how to work on me, so she drained the fuck out of me. Damn near killed me. And I wanted to be with her. I just couldn't be with her anymore because she was literally killing me. Emotional, jealous, always worried about what I was doing, scared of life, didn't like herself. And she was gorgeous. Six one yogi, <coughs> raw food is crazier than a bed bug, as my father would say. Mm. So I just had to. I, I didn't know no better. I was young, and uh, but I had to get away from her. But now being sixty, you know, being a grown man, I, I I deal with it like crazy, easily. In fact, right now my dick won't even get hard if a woman woman hating on me. Oh. Okay, well, go take it there then. Shit. Uh. My dick won't even get hard. It just go, ah. <laughs> My dick will look at me and say, she hating. We we got to bypass her. That's the ultimate um, dealings over feelings. Shit. Yeah, so 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 <laughs> the only way, the only way I can connect with you, only way my penis will vibrate with you, you got to be loving on me internally. You have to love me. You have to love me what I'm about. Well, we can't, because I'm not going to be just turned on by you. I didn't had pussy since I was 15. It, it, it ain't, it's, 
it's got to be something internally. It's got to be some love, some 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 honor, some 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 those type of things that gets me going. I think you bring up a really good point because I think it's incredibly dangerous for you to have sex, continue to have sex with somebody that's hating on you. Well, like it's you draining. Can... Hello. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's draining. Wrong. It's going to drain all your energy. It's going to. You're dealing with a vampire. It's going to suck you dry. Mm. There's no empowerment. Notice when you when after you come with a hater, you sit up there and nut, and you come, you're you're done. You're wasted. When somebody loves you, even when you come, you got energy. Mm. You have energy. You know when the love and the and the energy is there. Somebody who's there for you, who's there to inspire you. You know when you get up after making love. You know when you after you talk to them. How does one make you feel? Just being in their presence, you feel hater energy. You know, mm. and, and, and and we all have it in us. I'm not saying uh, I'm uh, I'm walking. I hate on my woman sometimes, sometimes, but I got to put myself in check. You know, why you am I hating on her? What is it about? What is she doing that's making me hate on her? I got to check me. You know, I got to take a deep breath. So it's, it, it goes back and forth. That hate is deep because the ones you love can hate on you any moment because we all have that dark side, that shadow side in us. And sometimes we have to face our own People will call it evil, negative, whatever you want to call it. We got the shadow side in ourselves. What do we eat? What, what, what? Uh, why? Like the brother says, why are we not living our purpose? What, uh, what, what are we hating on? Are we hating on the white man? Are we, what, we hating on society? What, where's our hate? We hating on because we broke. What, what, where's my hate? Why is she reflecting that in me? What's going on? So as I work on me. She either going to run from me or she's going to grow with me. It's her choice. I can't make her change. She's because of my leadership and what I'm about living my purpose. She either wants to win with me or she's going to want to win with somebody else. Mm. It's her choice. Okay, I got a question for all of y'all. I like asking questions tonight. I like asking. I'm take I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna take a seat back from teaching tonight. I got so many questions because number one, I have the perspective of a female. The majority of my clients are females and so when they bring these things to me, I'm hearing a lot about men hating on women these days, okay? And I know that women do the same and it is in their own way. But I think it takes a spe I like for me it takes a special kind of nigga to just hate on a woman like some of these dudes are doing. What is it? Like, what do you guys see in these men that is making this kind of hate within relationships so prevalent? I mean, you see dudes that are literally killing women and children if a woman tries to move on to a next season. Okay, that's not – that hasn't been happening at these rates. What do y'all attribute that to? I'm gonna go first with what I what I what with with my speculation is he hate his mama. Mm. He hate the he hate the woman he hate the woman that was closest to him or 
he hating because you ain't like his mama. You know what I'm saying? Yo, I got somebody who I can either A, express this hate for, who I couldn't express for my mama, or um, because because you ain't doing what my mama is doing, you ain't putting up with my bullshit, you not uh, uh, co-signing my fuckboy stuff, behavior, you know, I'm hating on that right there. You know what I mean? Like, I could manipulate my mama by whining and complaining even up to the time I was 22. And now I can't and, and now I can't manipulate your energy. So hell, I I can't do nothing but hate on you. You ain't like my mama. So is is, is he hated his mama or it's got something to do with the first feminine energy that he was already dealing with. You know, that's that's my first thing is and for the woman, yo, if you saying this dude is hating on you, first off we got to go back to fundamentals. Do you got something going on? If you ain't got shit going on, then don't be saying he hating on you. But if you got something mm. going on and he's hating on you, then go and see what's up with his behavior for his mama. You know what I'm saying? What And what was the environment that he came up in? I want to check everything. I ain't just checking for sickle cell and credit score and, <laughs> and venereal diseases. I want to see what was the home environment that my potential – partner came up with. You see what I'm saying? There's no really no reason for me to be too salty and looking at the symptom when I can get down to what the root cause is. So even when I have some type of issue in any relationships that I'm in, I go back and look and say, well, what is their past experience can tell me about this situation? There ain't no way in the fuck I'm the cause of all this damn anger that you're coming at me with. So it's got to be something before me. I just got to do some investigation. So my first mm-hmm. thing I'm coming with is got something to do with the mama. Okay. Ken, moment, what y'all think? This is Dwayne. Um, that's deep, brother. That's real. Uh, to add on to that, you know, when a wo- when a man hates on a woman like that, it's so deep. Is that really, and it connects with the way men treat women, period, or how, what type of women they attract. It's the hate they have of the feminine in them. Mm. The feminine in them that they hate mm. so much because the woman they attract is the reflection of the female energy in them. We teach men to be masculine, macho, which is a flip side of insanity when it's 100%. We have to understand the yin-yang balance. And when we don't understand and honor the feminine in us, how can I honor you, Rob? How can I honor you if I can't honor the female in me? So once we nurture and understand that feminine in us and we take care of that and we understand how sacred that is, all of a sudden, that's what you attract. I attract nothing but beautiful, high, up-level women in my life because I know that feminine in me is a wonderful, fine, beautiful, sexy, intelligent, holistic goddess. That's in me. So once we understand that energy that's in us, we would never want to kill or control or own a woman because uh, as a man, do I want that feminine energy controlled and manipulated and taken advantage of? 
No. I honor and respect it and worship it. Just like I honor and respect the worship, the feminine that's out there that reflects who I am to the highest level. Hmm. Okay, Ken, I want to hear from Ooh. you, but then I want to come back to that. I have a question about that. Hmm. Well, it's funny because I don't fuck with my mama at all. Oh, see. And my mm-hmm. mama passed, you know what I'm saying? My mama passed. But, my, you know, I ain't fuck with my mama at all. But I ain't never hate on a woman, though. You know what I mean? Because here's the thing, too. Throughout history, when you give a nobility and you ain't really earn that shit, and then now you got to earn it, that's the difference now. Because of because men, the male species, was beneficiaries of other people's conquests. So you mm. become the head of a household. But you ain't earn that shit because what's a man? You just got to dig. How are you the head of the household and you might not be the smartest person in the household? Okay? <laughs> so a lot of this stuff comes religious, from religious dogma. All right? Mm-hmm. So for, for, for millennia, people were given nobility that they did not necessarily earn. And the ladies had to fall in pocket. And there was legislation and rule and, and law that backed that up. Now it's reverse. Now there's legislation, because it's all about whatever the state says. If the state says the man is the head of the house, then that's what it is, right? But if, 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 the, if, if the state says the woman is the head of the house, that's what it is. And we can look in nature. Female species in nature are submissive to law, not to males. Let's be clear, <laughs> right? So male species can't hate on female species in nature, because the female species is vicious. You get fucked up. Okay? Let's be clear. Now, what, what, what's happening is, is that males are not in, given nobility no more. They have to earn it. So since they have to earn it, this is where the hatred is coming from. And they're hating on women that are earning their shit. Right? See, now the, the, the jobs have been outsourced, right? There was, uh, Mr. Mooney, you, you know, you, you came up. There was a time where a brother could fall into a job in Gary, yep. Indiana, in Chicago, in Detroit. What? There, there were jobs all over the place. You didn't have to use your mind to find a job. All you had to do was be able to pick up 50 pounds, right? So now the mm-hmm. market is changing and things have been outsourced. Now a brother got to use his fucking mind to make money for real. And the women are working harder than the men. Why? Because the women have the children. So her sense of urgency is different. And the men cannot find position, right? Because they're like, you know what? I'm a man. You're supposed to be submissive. And this, that, and the third. He doesn't have no place. The Bible does not work anymore. That shit used to keep women in line. That shit don't work no more. So now I can't, I, I'm not making enough money. Then my woman is not sucking the fuck in the way that she's supposed to. I don't have a support system with other males. What am I supposed to do? He's going to hate on his lady. And he's going to talk bad about it. He's going to blacken her eye. He's going to fuck up her, 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 um, her chances at scaling in business. You feel me? All because he has to earn nobility now. That's the difference. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I'm telling you that that I mean, you just pointed every every characteristic that you just said. I could like check a box. 
Okay, I got man, I I got a, this case study that I keep referring to, but y'all are hitting all the points. So what does a man do? Like it might be some brothers on the line right now that's like, fuck, I am that nigga. I am that hating ass nigga, and I don't want to be that anymore. What can he do? I wanna, I wanna answer that, but I'm definitely not going to let it be one sided. Because my mama hated on my daddy. So, ladies, we're coming back to talk about women who hated on the man, okay? So, I, we, I, I just want to say that because I don't want y'all to think, oh, we can ready to go over here. That's right. All these niggas is hating. Tell them what they need to do, Kaya. Tell them, Mooney. Tell them, tell them Ken. I bet, you, I bet you on God I'm going to damn come back. I bet you on God I'm going to come back if I have to wait and do a whole nother show at 12.01. I bet you I'm going to come back and talk on that subject. But... Let's talk about what can this hate-ass nigga do first. I like to go to the extreme, you know what I'm saying? If he just kill himself, you know what I'm saying, then we get him out the damn way. Don't do that. Don't do that. I said if he did, if he did, you know what I'm saying? Especially <laughs> if he take out a nice policy on his ass before he do that, you know, then they – he can make his last. He can make his last move his best move. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> However, if we talk about from a chessboard, um, he gotta realize that his that that his vision is foggy. He gotta realize. He gotta. He gotta go find him. He gotta go get with some. He, he gotta go be able to be around someone or something where he can experience success in that mind because if he has not seen or is around a success model, then it's going to be tough for him to break, as Ken says, the manufactured environment because it's so much reinforcement. I always say every day that the sinister has a billion dollar a minute budget, music, ministry, and media, shit, them three M's right there. So he gotta he he gotta go deep inside his own fortitude and go find somebody who is not hating. You know what I'm saying? Call Ken on the eight hundred number. Inbox Kyrie for a session. Go holler at Mooney somewhere. Do something, but he gotta have a success model first, if in order so so he can see it. Okay. Uh, uh, I want to say that I. Uh, Totally agree with that. It's like, for when a man, what what do these men do? Well, these men out here definitely have to work on themselves. Dealing with their feminine is one. However, you know, as as we talk, you know, in ancient times, man is man, and he has male female energy in him. Woman is woman; she has female male energy in him, but she's dominant female. Men and dominant male. So they must work on their masculine energy. That means being educated. Understand what do you do in a society like the Matrix? You got to work on internal laws to win, universal laws that win. And then you look at the Matrix and what it's doing. And when I say universal law, I'm talking about meditation, affirmation, prayer. All that into astrology, numerology, uh, diet, all that stuff that 
changes the frequency and raises the vibration of you. Again, also working on your masculine energy, doing things that uh, raises your mas- ma- your testosterone and your manhood. Uh, what is that? What is that dealing with the matrix? Being educated. I don't mean going to college. I mean being self-educated, learning how to make money, learning how to start your own business. Because if your woman has money, what do you need to do? Since she's somebody, the brother said that she, you know, she's working hard because she has the children. Well, then how do you make it easier for a woman and children? That means you learn how to invest. Because when you learn how to invest, it means you can take some of that money and triple it and turn it into bigger money. When you have your own business that gives you, that raises your testosterone and raises your manhood where you're not waiting on somebody to do something for you, you're doing it for yourself. And as Coach Kair said, so beautiful, you have mentorship. You have people, you have models that you hang with that do things better than you, where you're not the smartest person in the room. You're the dumbest person in the room. You know, you hang around the old line, you hang around five broke folks, you're going to be the sixth one. You hang around six millionaires, you're going to be the seventh one. You hang around six gods, you're going to be the seventh god. So you have to put yourself around brothers that are fierce about living in this life and know how to treat women well. Mm. I don't know where they can find such men besides on Trill Alchemy Radio tonight. Like, it's, it's, it's a huge drought That's right true. now. So That's y'all true. might have to start a club or something. Um, can yeah. I add on real quick? I just, I just want to yeah. add on real quick. Just <laughs> real quick. Um, we we have to understand because we're we're living in a bizarre world, right? And and we mm. have to understand there's a difference between male and man. Now, you have a you have a male that's a cross that's in between a a tranny and mm. in the middle between a tranny and a gay person. Because we're not oh, talking shit. about his sexuality. We're not talking wow. about his sexuality, and that's the bitch ass nigga. Okay, mm. so that is a manufactured human. This this is not his sexuality. He's in the middle of a tranny and a gay person. He's right in the middle of them, right? Because he's he's not solid, but he's he's confused and he's manufactured. You feel me? But you because you got to understand we're we're living we're living in a simulation, okay? And the male does not have anything that gives him deep meaning. See, the mothers have something that gives them deep meaning, and it's the children. That's where she finds her deep meaning at. But the guys have nothing that gives them deep meaning. That means when he wakes up in the morning, this is what he goes to. These niggas ain't even reading the Bible no more. They're not reading the Quran. There's no higher learning going on. Like Mr. Mooney said, I'm talking about outside of school. There's nothing that gives them deep meaning. Now, when we're, now, when we're talking about in antiquity with all these philosophies, these, these were mystery schools for men. These, these mystery schools allow these men to, to allow these men to uh, put their put their life based their life based on the philosophy, whether whether that was Freemasonry, whether that was Shrine, or whether they was in heavy occultism. They they used those principles and built their households based off that, right? Mm-hmm. 
So the males have no philosophy, okay? So they're going to hate on email because they're not standing on nothing. You got dudes taking out their camera and recording the woman. They're bitch-ass niggas. Of mm-hmm. course he's going to hate because you, uh, uh, if you don't have anything that gives you a deeper meaning, then, then what? You're, you're like a hybrid. You're not actually real, right? So you're in the middle of a, a tranny and a gay guy. Something You're kind of like a human, but not quite. Mm, that sounds like a fucking nightmare movie, but it is reality. Okay. I want to add. I want to add one more school of thought. You know what I'm saying? That Ken, he definitely. Um, I'm from the school that the women came first. Okay, yeah. and then she 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 made a man out of her parts, and she maimed two sections. She maimed the um, she maimed the mammary gland, so he couldn't feed no offspring, and she pulled his reproductive organs outside his body, so he could easily be defeated. And she made him and she made him less in touch with his emotions, right? So then she messed around and fell in love with her creation and handed over power. Then she had to create tantra, because tantra wasn't for women. Women are tantric by nature. It's so funny when mm. I be seeing a woman talking about, I gotta learn tantra. You so silly. You just need to be. You just need to be still and be yourself. Stop being mm. so damn scared. All you gotta do is look in the mirror and say, I am, and then you'll be finished. You might not be no advanced tantrika, but at least you'll be started. Tantra was for men. It was for us. All these esoteric orders was for for the men. You see what I'm saying? Because at times, the, the servant would start to hate on his master because I saw she's got the finer things in life. And now, that was what we were talking about earlier today in the bill, too, was how the whole thing has got switched up now is upper body strength does not determine who's in charge no more. That's the piece mm. when Ken was like, yo, yo, all he had to do to get a job was just lift 50 pounds. So guess what jobs were based off of? Upper body strength. Now it's a wrap. You can't code. You don't know JavaScript. You don't know C++. Shit, you worthless out here. What's the lyric, Ken? What what Cam? I don't know if it was Cam. You can't get no money in the earth this big. You worthless. Man, you, you, know man, what you I mean? can't get money in the earth this big. You worthless, kid, and you don't deserve to live. Mm. <laughs> About me saying kill yourself, I just couldn't memorize the line. But I wasn't the one who generated it. You know what I'm saying? You don't deserve to live. Because the the, the change, that's the first thing, that's the, that's the second thing the dude need to do. Remember that you can't keep coming out here operating off of upper body strength. She need to submit to me. Why? Because I got upper body strength. Nigga, you don't even know your inner feminine. You don't know no harmony. You don't know my art. You can't teach nothing. Where your mm. value at? Where your shit for her campaign? What you going to, you know what I'm saying? What you going to do? Oh, I can make her squirt. Oh, good. Well, we got a category for your ass. We got a category for your ass. You know what I'm saying? We're going to sit you right over and let you masturbate. That's a valuable quality now. Don't you? All right. <laughs> don't just throw that away. Like that. Don't be shit. You got 
had to have le- you had to have at least a couple of those in your hair. <laughs> I'm not I'm not throwing it away, but you know these ladies who got that prioritized all about the top of their list. Look at the rest right. of their life. You know right. what I'm saying? Look yeah. at the rest of their life. You know what I'm saying? I, the, here the thing is, if you think opulently, you can have it all. You can have the mm. nigga who can make you work. You can have the nigga who can help, uh, who can uh, allow you to put him on, and you can have a dude who can help protect you and get you to a billion dollars. You can have all That's of right. that. You know what I'm saying? Versus just choosing choosing one over the other. I think that the women specifically really need to be reading uh, the Celestine Prophecy. Like, I think I'm going to put that on my list of must-reads. If you read Celestine Prophecy, like, no, nah, you can't get none of it. No, nah, I'm sorry. I made a book list before I started mentioning getting pussy on here lately, too. I got to read that like again, it. brother. I'm glad you mentioned that. But I got to read I haven't read that read in it. years. At least you read it, though, and it's about right, I, there's no right. there's no energy. There's no there's no need to be competing. The hater is basing everything off of a lack. What do you think about mm. that, Rob? The hater is basing things off of a lack. There is no lack. Mm. Oh, yeah, definitely. The, the hater is basing everything off of lack. Um, I think that the hater is there's a few types of lack scenarios going on. There is the lack of self-esteem. So we talking, we talking solar plexus and a lot of this. And where that comes into play is the insecurity on both parts, the insecurity mm-hmm. on the hater and the insecurity on the person that is allowing the hate because everything is a two-way street. But, Coach, when you mentioned um, – the relationship with the mother, I think that that plays a huge part in the lack component as well. Because when you talk about, um, you know, this man that will do anything, wait, let me take a step back. When you talk about a man um, is hating on a woman because of what he has witnessed with his mother. He gets his whole sense of identity from the love that he received from his mother. So if there was a lack there, then his he's suffering a huge identity crisis that's going to be reflected in this hate for his woman and in his relationship. So lack is a huge component. Um, I think, that um, I do want to invite people that if anybody is on the line, if you are experiencing this in your relationship, you might have some questions. You might have a scenario that you don't really know what to do with. Um, You don't know if it's hate. You don't know if it's just you. Then call into the line. Uh, What's that number, Coach? I don't have it pulled up right now. I'm lacking on that. That's my lack. 917. 917-889-3083. 917-889-3083. 917-889-3803. Or if you're already on the line, all you have to do is just press 1. Yeah. But the chat is also, listen, if you're listening on the computer, you also can just scroll to the bottom of the screen and just type in your question on the chat as well. Okay. So now, Coach, um, you mentioned the woman. Hating in their relationship, right? You say you you want to talk oh, about you ain't gonna escape. Oh, absolutely! Oh, absolutely! 
so you know, um, which goes into probably could be a show called Daddy Issues. You know, my mm-hmm. my mother my mother was hating on my daddy because her romantic plan of manipulating him for what her purposes were, she didn't have the skills to pull it off. So she was the she was the second oldest of fifteen. So all she knew was, and she was in South Carolina, so it was crop tobacco and pick cotton and help raise children. When, so she didn't have no life. She didn't have no life whatsoever. And then her oldest sister was the first to escape. As soon as her oldest sister got time to, I mean, old enough, she ran off to the big city of Pittsburgh and got her a superfly nigger. Hair slicked back, leather coat, Cadillac driving, all of that. So my mama was like, oh, I'm going to go do that too. So she went and got a man. But my daddy was like 17, 18 years older than my mama. But she didn't do the research. My daddy was the baby, and my mama was the oldest. So what was my daddy used to? My daddy was used to, you know what I'm saying? He he wasn't used to having to be responsible. His own brother used to hate on him because he was the baby. So my mama's thinking that, oh, you older than me. You know, um, I don't want to work no more. You've already been in the Air Force. You've been around the world. So, hey, let me come over, you know what I'm saying? And then when it didn't start going that way, and she had to, you know, she started hating off of um, what him having his own mind. She never had that much freedom. She She was hating on my father's freedom. My father moved any way he wanted to move. My mama never had that type of freedom. And she was trying to change this Virgo. But he had a whole bunch of Leo. He was August 23rd. So he stayed up in the womb. Two days, you know, one day earlier, his ass would have been Supreme Leo. So she was trying to change this freedom thing, this, this free will that he had. And it, he wasn't going for it. And it just created all this conflict. And to this day... My father been in the ground. 14 years he's been in the realm of the ancestors. She's still hating on him. She's still hating mm. on him now. She's down there still hating on him. And it's done, it's done had an effect on her relationships. It had an effect on her children. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that, That's like me double working. I already got my own issues from my own astrological chart that I got to deal with that I came down here with. But damn, you ain't give me no support on that. I got to go out here and try to figure out what you hating on. You know what I mean? <laughs> she tried to, but she tried to manipulate using Christianity. My, this is a story my daddy told me. He said they were laying in the bed one night, and uh, uh, he, 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 he took like six months to come up with this plan of what he was going to do. And he lay, was laying there, and said my mama was laying right beside him. He told me this story to after the divorce. I was like 16 years old. He said, I was laying in the bed. I told your mama this plan. It took me about 45 minutes to tell her this whole plan of what I had, what we was getting ready to do. He said, your mama looked at me and said, well, God told me you're supposed to be in the ministry. God <laughs> told me you're supposed to be in the Hey, Moni, guess what, uh, Ken, guess what my daddy told her? He said, well, damn, I lay here every night beside you. How God ain't tell me? How he missed my heart? How he put <laughs> on your heart ain't put on my heart? I said, damn, you cold as hell. You know what I'm saying? And so that was that was the whole thing. She was trying to and then and so now we look at the long range. My mama don't even fuck with the church like that no more. But you was using whatever you could because you was hating on him. Oh, so, and then there was other factors too. 
And so it's women that also um, hate on men. Like, I get a lot of women hating on me because I don't have children because I'm free mm-hmm. as a bird. I do what the fuck I want to do. You know what I'm saying? I got responsibilities to me. And they just be on some, you ain't got no kids. You ain't got no kids. That ain't my motherfucking fault. And if it is, I got to deal with that. Don't hate on me mm-hmm. because I'm free. Change your system up. You know, I got a system of freedom. If I had 10 kids, I still have some type of freedom in there where we all going together. I got a plan for 10 children. I got a plan for one child. But it don't hate on me because I ain't got something or I ain't got what you may perceive as a restriction. I don't look at kids as a restriction. So they say, well, you ain't got none. But you can't force me to be like, oh, well, look at it as, no, I ain't going to do that. This is how I'm living my life. And we see that. I see that super commonly in the single mom hate. When she's sitting up in there, and the first thing, like even that the the young lady video that you posted, and she was like, you know, moms go through this. Nah, she felt like she hating on a dude who got some freedom. Well, then just express that, but don't come off like anger. You already hating on me because of because of what my swag is. So nah, I'm. There is a lot of dudes as Ken called them bitch ass niggas who hate on women for the smallest of things, but it's some very irrational and um, in their feelings as women who hate on men for um, how they live in their life. You can't, like Tupac said it best, man, only God can judge me. So why you, because that's a lot of times where hate comes from. It comes from that competitiveness, and it comes from let me judge you. Let me judge you. Let me judge your circumstances. That's what we say in martial arts. You don't never know five minutes. You don't never know in five minutes what somebody been going through for the last five years or what they've been practicing for the last five months. You don't know. You run up on the wrong cat thinking that he's from South. Shit, and he done peeled your whole wig off because you don't know what he was practicing. That's why when you see real masters, you go back and look at them old kung fu movies. What's the first thing masters do? The niggas may walk in a circle for an hour just watching each other. But you see somebody that just, just um, run you ain't really down, you know, you uh, you ain't really you ain't really seeing the whole thing. Go ahead, Ken. I want to hear what I sparked over there. Let me hear something. Go ahead. Yeah, that's interesting because I never met a chick that hated before. Um, I never met a woman that was a hater on me or a dude um, because women tend to not have no bottom line. Um, guys do. So um, uh, uh, usually when women sabotage, it's usually because she's sabotaging a man and his pussy decisions with other women. You know what I'm saying? Now, the biggest, the biggest, if we can use this as an example, the biggest hater woman that we've ever seen, and, and we'll, we'll use it on TV, was Florida Evans. Because she will always undermine, she will always undermine James. Right, James would always oh, wait, wait, come wait, wait, up. You wait, 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 know, hold, hold, hold. I, I totally agree, but I, I just want to throw this in there. the new hater. If you ain't watched it, the new biggest woman hater is on Black Lightning. Black Lightning's wife is oh. the new biggest uh, uh, biggest hater. But go ahead, go ahead. Now, 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 now. Look, I'm, I'm just using the word hate, but it's not really hate. But let's just use the word hate. So Florida will always hate on James. James would always. You know, James found a bag of money, and Florida was, James, you got to get that money back. Or, you know, Florida kept them in the projects, but it's not really hate. It's fear. It's actually fear. So, so 
because it's not logic involved. When a guy hates on a girl, it's logic involved. It's stopping her from her, her advancement. When you put your hands on a woman and you blacken her eye, you are stopping her ability to earn, right? Now, when a woman, what we call hates on a dude, she has to be triggered to do something, right? She feels some type of way. When a dude hates on a woman, he hates in his dealings. He hates, he hates so she does not move further in life. When a girl steps on a guy's toes, it's so he does not experience pleasure oftentimes. And, uh, and I see that's a big, like, I see that's a big difference. Like, um, a guy can be totally happy with a woman and still step on her toes. You have to oftentimes push a woman into a corner for her to start sabotaging and fucking up your shit. She's not just slicing your car for nothing. She's not throwing a brick through your shit for nothing. She feels some type of way, right? So she might she might call everybody on the phone and say he ain't shit, and da 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 da. And then when she calms down, she'll be she when she when she comes to her senses, she's very apologetic and she's sorry about it. But she's not really thinking about man. I'm gonna fuck this dude up for the next twenty years. Like guys actually think that. Like guys leave a woman with a with a child. What kind of that's not yeah. hate. That's hate out this world, right? Mm. Niggas niggas hate in a way where a woman cannot move forward in life, (laughs) right? So it's it's like like women hate with their feelings. Niggas hate with their dealings. And you can overcome what a woman, her little knick-knack shit to you. It's hard for a woman to overcome the shit that niggas do. That's just real talk. You feel me? That's just that's that's just honest talk because men think in terms of position. Y'all better listen to what Ken just told you and learn to watch your mouth. See you y'all don't watch our mouth and then y'all disregard what Ken just said. You do, you let your mouth and your feelings get you jacked up in a long term position. Because you didn't have the vision of what Ken just gave y'all. That was ultimate game right there, maybe for all night. He can leave you with this kid and jack up your mobility. So be careful what you say. It ain't compromising. I just said be careful. Just be careful. Don't compromise, but don't be reckless. You know what I'm saying? You got a great gift. It's called the communication. You are the master communicator. But you also, anytime you master, anytime you're a master of something, you can be the first one to abuse it. The master on on the slave plantation, he was the first to abuse it. The master in the dojo, he was the first one to abuse it. The student ain't never come in and abuse the master. He don't operate like that, you know. So be careful about what comes out of your mouth and. Think about it. Somebody got some background. What's going on? If yep. you can mute your phone, please. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't never if, heard of a woman hating on a man because he don't have kids. Now, I didn't hear women uh, say that you might not understand what I'm going through because you don't have children. But I don't know. That's that's a unique experience, Coach. I, that's not something that I've heard before. Um, because, listen, oh, 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 let me say this. I ain't never had a woman buy me no car or rims or put me through school either, but it happened. So I don't, I don't, I don't say because it didn't happen to me. It ain't possible. 
You know what I'm saying? So these real-life experiences, and it's body language. It ain't necessarily expressed woman to woman. It's, it's how you interpret. You know what I'm saying? Because every woman wants freedom. Go look on my page today, and I ask, I said, what is the three biggest challenges of um, of a single mom? And I bet you 80% of them out of one of their three was freedom and me time, and you just not, and, and and they are naturally conditioned because they it doesn't matter whether it's another woman or whether it's a man. The hate right now is flowing, is flowing out. Look at the, look at the reality shows. Even they trying to stage them, they still putting women right there together that hate each other. So she had another woman who even made it to that level of being on a television show. You think that she's going to be like, well, I ain't, going, I ain't, you know, it's impossible for me to hate on a man. Hell no. Um, also, we we, uh, we got about five minutes. Uh, we got eight minutes before we go into the after party. Please don't hang up. If you're listening on the computer, it's imperative that you call in 917-889-3803. 917-889-3803. If you're listening on the, um, on the computer and you haven't called in, in five minutes, it will cut off, and you will not be a part of the after party. But if you're on the line, don't hang up because you won't be able to call back in. Every week somebody hits me and says, what happened? What just happened? Yo, I'm telling you, in five minutes, <laughs> you got to be on the phone to go to the after party. So just wanted to put that out there. Okay. So, Coach, um, you were going to give us, some astrological markers, some things to look for. Unless, Mooney, you have a comment on the hate from women. Um, is there anything you want to add to that before we move on? No. I, he, they, they put it down. Oh, this is all I want to say. Toward what uh, Ken was saying. When he's talking about babies, we give women babies. Hold on, let me... When we give women babies, we kind of trap them. I know some women, you know, when you are, you know, like me, you are Mooney, and you got them God looks and shit, you know. (laughs) Women be trying to trap me (laughs) and have a baby. They don't give a fuck. (laughs) They try to trap me. You hear me? I'm like, what? Really, huh? Who? They will raise the I had a woman tell me literally that when I met her <laughs> that she was gonna have my baby and I wasn't gonna have to raise it. And that's what's gonna happen. And that happened. Damn. Damn. Uh-huh. <laughs> so women today I know another woman who has Baby after baby after baby, and uses the government to pay everything. She got a seven hundred eighty credit score, hundred thousand, two hundred thousand in the bank, got investments, and gets paid for every child by the government. Mhm. So I'm just saying, some women, a few of them out there, runs that game where baby they love having babies. And they don't have no problem with that. So I just wanted to share that's, that. Just another look at that. That's, 
that's game, but I don't think that can be qualified as hate because it's not going to stop the man from doing shit. It ain't going to stop him. He ain't even he ain't even got to pay child support if he don't want to. So, like, to me, hate has to be impactful. Now, there's levels to it, you know, but it has to be able to make an impact. It has to be able to put up some kind of a block in order for it to be qualified as hate. And cutting a nigga tired, okay, yeah, all right. Like Ken said, that's that's influencing and impacting his pleasure, his shine. You know, it might mess up his ability to get to work. But to me, that it's hate. It's low-level hate, but it's not systemic hate. I see more systemic hate coming from a man. So, Chuck, you were going to give us some of these markers. Now, I know from past experience, the one I have to speak on is Venus and Pisces. Now, I'm not an astrologer. I don't know what all that means. I do know the nigga that showed his ass had Venus and Pisces, and you pointed out to me that that was a a huge, huge um, indicator. So can you start off with that and and tell us what that marker signifies? Coach. Hello. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going to just tell a little small story as I get these markers out because I love astrology. I don't know anything about Rob Bay's relationship status when she got her first astrological reading. Not nothing. Not and drop. You know what I'm saying? And then um, she came to me with a birthday and was talking about, you know, I, I thought it was for some potential, right? And so I just went in and started looking at the chart. And then I just started naming off things to be wary from for this one particular person. Rob Bay was like, do you know this nigga? I was like, no, of course not. I don't know this joke at all. But uh, I got me one person in Dallas, Texas, who know that this astrology thing is real. And I'm not going to say all um, uh, Venus in, in Pisces, but a whole lot of them jokers is, uh, you got to be really triple careful with them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You got to be triple, triple careful. So let me back out first. Let me back out first. Those of you who have the Black Love Signs book, where it just does sign and other sign, I want you to walk over to your uh, uh, bookshelf right now, pull it out, and go drop it in the trash can. Okay, right now. The Love Sign book that you have, Huh? What'd you say, Ron? Like I got that book from like 1994. Don't hate. Well, if, if you have a fireplace, if you have a fireplace and it's getting cold and you want to light up a fire, then that's what you use that book for. Okay? Because it is the one of the basic books that leads to so much confusion. Because somebody just sent me a text. Watch this right here. I'm... I'm this is I'm gonna read this. This is like a few minutes ago. I can send you a screenshot. Um, I'm August 11, and I want to be and who I want to be with uh, is March 26. So they're asking me about uh, Leo and Aries. I can't do it. You can't do sun sign compatibility. That's the number one thing you got to stop doing. You can't just do sun sign com- compatibility. What did Ron say? The planet Venus is your relationship language. Planet Venus is a relationship language. But for me, hate is, a, is, a, is a, an aggression. 
and that's someone going against your goals and your things in your chart that tell you your goals and your spiritual destiny, I always start with the north node. So if someone is afflicting your north node with a malevolent planet, so for instance, I have a Pisces north node. I'm not dealing with a chick who's got Mars in Pisces because she's got aggression toward my purpose. I just gave out a million-dollar formula right there. I'm going to say it one more time. If a person has some type of aggressive planet on top of my spiritual destiny, I'm running for the hills. That's a yellow, red, and black flag all together. It's like a pride. You got the run. Yes. Question. Because Mm -hmm. this case study, okay, my his north my his north node was conjunct my sun set directly on my sun. Okay, so I knew and had this sense intuitively going into the relationship that I was supposed to be teaching him something. That's what that synastry signifies. He oh, felt no, it intuitively if his north node is on my sun. Right. You. The teacher is Jupiter. If your Jupiter Jupiter is the teacher, the sun don't teach. The sun just shines light. You shine light on that nigga's spiritual destiny. Remember, you found him in the trash can. You just came okay. along and shine light on his path, okay. right? But you were, but your job okay. wasn't to teach him. Anything. That's so. And, and there's a quick and there's a big distinction in that. But 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 go ahead. Oh wait a minute. But what I was gonna say was the energy vampire in him. For him, you was the ideal situation because he could just eat off of you. That's what he did. I mean, he ate. He ate good. Like, I <laughs> raised that nigga, and then he uh, tripped out. Okay, but go ahead. <laughs> I just have to speak on that. <laughs> right, so I... you will feel that hater energy. And so, like I said earlier, trying to change somebody is just like trying to change their blood type or trying to change their birthday. Good luck. It ain't happening. The next thing is your emotions. Like, we all have a sensitive spot that's represented by the moon, right? What if a person is coming at your moon with an aggressive energy or a very restrictive energy? So how does Saturn, his his or her Saturn, reflect your moon? Or how does it affect your moon? Is it an opposition? Is it a hard square? Is it a conjunction? I mean, yeah, is it a conjunction? Like those are three things that I I'm, I'm really ain't feeling when it comes to being emotionally supportive. Because sometimes that's what we feel like. Man, if you ain't supporting me, if you ain't for me, you must be against me. So... That whole romantic thing and feeling, that's what gets us in trouble when we go against the chart, when we go against the nature. Your astrological chart is your nature. CoachKAstrology.info. I got to look at your whole chart. I got to look at their whole chart. You don't have to have their birth time. I figure out your birth time, and that's when you use a synastry chart. Another big problem is people always want to do composite charts. Ain't nobody met nobody and got married the first day. 
You date first, then you get married. You court first, then you get married. A synastry chart shows you whether, like, what the dating is going to look like even before the coming together in a union. Because like Ken said, once the business agreement is signed, then it's tough to get out. How many men have you heard say it's cheaper to keep her? Woo, that hurts right there. That's hurtful right there. What do you mean it's cheaper to keep her? Nah, hell no. But going back to like what Ken said, men are more what? Bottom line. They're more bottom line. I just go ahead and cheat, get caught, have to sleep on the couch, or build an extra room, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not getting ready to give up all this bread in a in a split, which I really feel is pure stupid. You know what I'm saying? Especially if, well, anyway, that's a show. But astrologically, yo, you got to look for Mars position in their chart. You got to look for Saturn positions in their chart. And that's why it's really easy to say okay. it could be hate cool. coming from a woman. You know what I'm saying? It could be hate coming from a woman or it could be hate coming from a man. Hate doesn't have a gender. <laughs> I'll say that real quick. So, yeah. Okay. If we got to that earlier, I would have pulled somebody's chart if we'd have got to that earlier, but it's all good. So I know one thing that people do want to know is if they find themselves in this situation, like let's wrap it up, what are the steps that they can take to pull themselves up out of a situation? Um, I have some steps that... I feel are important, um, and I would love to hear you guys take and, you know, build on this. I think we talked about the first one, and that is, number one, get out your feelings, okay, and and recognize the situation for what it is. Take the blinders off and put your dealings first in all matters. I think the second thing to realize is that there are no victims, and we talked about them being your mirror so you're not in a position and you and you gain nothing from pointing the finger and constantly playing that victim role constantly playing helpless and and succumbing to the hate you are to take accountability for what's being shown back to you as an opportunity for you to strengthen your boundaries i think the next thing which we haven't touched on is that if you do decide that you know, this is something you you number regardless of if you decide to stay or move or or right. You the first thing you you want to be able to make your moves in silence. Okay, so your moves might be moves to put you in a position so that you can come up out of the situation to get your kids up out of the situation. It might be a move to. Um, somehow influence the situation in another way, but you have to make those moves in silence because if this person sees or hears you making these moves, then they are going to, again, put their roadblock in the way and try try to stop you. So, and then I think the last part of that is, you know, using that fear motivation. We open with the song, you know, let your haters motivate you. And I know it's an expression we hear all the time, but this, like for me, I think it's perfectly okay to make moves all in the name and for the sake of shitting on a hater and shitting on somebody. Like that's a great motivation. Don't let nobody tell you that that's not noble. Like <laughs> that fuels me in a lot of things. So, would you guys have any 
steps or, or any advice for somebody to raise themselves up out of this situation? This one's quite yeah, I got something. Okay. I want to end it because I got to get off. Uh, uh, Dwayne Mooney, go to the Wealth Portal Wing or the Sacred Man Click um, store. How to love, uh, heal, uh, love, heal uh, multiple women. But I want to say this. Cut off his head and shit in his neck mentally. <laughs> and somebody hating on you, cut off their head and shit in their neck. <laughs> That's all I want to say. Wait a minute. Is that only for women or is that across the board, Moni? Well, I said man or woman, man or woman. Who's ever hating on you? Cut off her head and shit in her neck. <laughs> what would this do? I want to know what's, what's that, what's that going to do right there? I, mentally, I, I can imagine, but... Mm-hmm. Mentally, it's war. That's why I said, mm. what you said, being quiet and making your moves, because you don't tell the enemy what you're doing. You make your moves and you get the fuck away from a hater. Okay? Oh you play God. nice. You play sweet. You get the fuck away from a hater. Be calculated and be cold-blooded. Don't have no guilt. Don't have no that Coach Kyrie says. No feelings. Get the fuck away. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Uh, <laughs> Do I have to say it again? Cut off the head. Cut off. Eat you. Eat you some foul food. Eat you some chitlins. Cut off the head and shit in his or her neck. <laughs> that's just what it is to it. Yeah. True Alchemy. True Alchemy. Only here at True Alchemy Radio. Only. And the after party, too. I'm out. Yeah. I love you. Yo, I love y'all. I love y'all. And, Rod, you know I love you. So y'all take hey. care. Oh, wait. So, Mo, yeah. we're going to be bringing back, y'all. We're going to be doing a show on polygamy. I think we're going to come back next week. Um, I don't know. When we do do the show on polygamy, we're going to be bringing Mooney back. He is the uh, polygamy specialist extraordinaire. He's mastered this shit. He's got it worked out. And he's going to be giving us all the game on how to, to set this up in your own life. So, Mooney, we appreciate you coming through. Hey, polyamory. I can't stand polygamy. Oh, my bad. Polyamory. My, my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all be on the lookout for that. Thank you, Mooney. Thank you, sweetheart. All right. Later. Coach, here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And Ken, you, you, you too live, brother. I can't meet you. Right, right, man. Bless
Absolutely. May the money follow you all the way to the bedroom tonight, morning. Ken, take it away. Um. So yeah. So in the, in in these kind of situations when you got a hater on your bumper, now we already established that if you got a hater, it's because you move her. Now that now we have to be very very clear on that because that word is thrown around a lot and be because people are delusional and people because of the secret and because of uh, um, pop culture narratives, everyone feels they have worth. And that ain't true. You got to earn that. All right. So if you have haters for real, um, you've always had them. Okay. So you had your lover being a hater is, is not new. You've been really experiencing this your whole life. You was the one that you, you had fresh clothes in school. You had long hair. You sung the the best. You played basketball. You know, you you always kind of been a star, right? So you're kind of used to situations like this. It's not the first time someone has hated on you. So when you're planning your exit strategy, you're trying to get out of this. You have to actually to audit the situation. What kind of person is this, though? And what level of sabotage do they have? What do they know about you? Okay, are they physical? Um, you know. How far are they going to go? Is it going to be any protests, right? So it's case-by-case situation. Everybody knows their mate. Everybody's different, right? So you got to figure out, is this motherfucker crazy? Is this chick crazy? So then then you'll – so do, let's, just, let's just say they're medium, where it's just a lot of emotional drain, and that's the majority, right? In those kind of situations, <clears throat> in those kind of situations, the best way – to actually maneuver out that situation is to outwork the situation. You don't really be wanting to go back and forth because you get pulled into this person's narrative, and it always happens. They know the, the right things to say to you. Now, because this is a hater, this is not your friend. So they pull you in narratives with your vulnerability. Oh, I remember when you was like this. Oh, remember that money that I let you hold. Oh, here, 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 here's another thing. Here's another thing. If you get in a relationship and you have um, separate money, if y'all have separate money, y'all not together. <laughs> if a person got to say, say that again. let me, if y'all got separate money, meaning if you're fucking somebody and this is your dude and this is your chick and y'all can loan each other money, you're not together for real. It's not your Oh, partner. my God. Oh ain't, ain't no, ain't no, ain't, ain't oh no loaning. I'm a loan, my chick money, and then how am I? What am I supposed to ask for the loan back? How's she gonna loan me money? Like if her, if if her if her phone cut off, our phone is cut off. What? There ain't no no. You gotta get your phone. Cause remember we talking about comrades. See, this is what I'm saying. So when you have dynamics like that. It is 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 prime real estate for people to be haters on each other. Y'all got your money separate. The way I flow is if we rocking together, it's one pot. You already know where the money at. I got ten bands, we got ten bands. I got a million dollars, we got a million dollars. If we about to split up, you been my partner, I'm about to bust that shit down with you. And if we got a kid together and I got a million dollars, I'm gonna go ahead and give y'all six hundred thousand. Let me take the fold because you got the kid. Because that's partnership. 
Feel me? I don't do square relationships. Squares are corny. Feel me? And they be in their feelings, not their dealings. So when you getting out of when you getting out of the situation, you gotta assess the whole thing. You know what what kind of cat is this? What kind of chick is this? And and how have we been functioning? Like like that, right? And nine times out of ten, y'all really ain't be getting no money together for real, for real. Y'all really ain't be getting no projects done for real, for real. So what you do to get out the situation is you outwork the situation. You move at light speed so this motherfucker can't keep up with you. And then it kind of plays itself out because they'll feel that cold energy and you start looking at them as an object and not a human being. You start mismanaging them. You start, you don't got to say nothing. You just mismanage them. You eating right in front of them. Oh, you ain't going to get me none? You're my partner. What you mean? Right? You don't got to say nothing. You just you just you just start you just start mismanaging them. You know what I mean? You 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 function happy as shit. When they see you, you swagging. You know what I mean? To, like they hop in the car with you, yo, you got gas money? You start doing shit like that. You start talking to them <laughs> like they like they're an outsider. They like, damn you make them and they're gonna get away from you because you're mistreating them for real. You mistreat them but not but not in arguing, you just mistreat them with the behavior. I don't fuck with you like that. You know my partner. No, my kind, we're not going to go back and forth and you don't get pulled into their narrative. And then you work so much that they feel it. It's like, damn, this person really don't fuck with me. And what you actually want to do is push them into the arms of someone else. You want to make them seek out someone else, especially in that space right there. They're going to go seek out someone else because you are so cold to them that they need attention. Trust me. Push them into someone else's arms. You don't got to see anything. This is this is dealings, not feelings. Y'all, the shit works. I'm telling you. The shit works. Okay. You spoke on so many things, okay? In my scenario, not only was a dude looking for me to pay him back, he was charging me for his resources that, that, that were like his resources. And once I realized what I was dealing with, that was my exact strategy. I was ice cold. I didn't try to argue with him because I couldn't beat him arguing. He argued like a female, okay? He argued better than me, and I got a fly-ass mouth. But I couldn't feed into the energy because he was an energy manipulator, and the only way that I could get myself out of that situation was to freeze that nigga out, and it worked. Man, thank you. I didn't even know that that's what I was doing, Ken. I appreciate that. Coach, what's your advice for getting out of this situation? Hello. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm over here, damn, doing the damn happy dance. I had some stuff to say, but shit, like I said, I'm so honored to be here. I can listen to that, you know, um, what Ken just said, and look at how I do that. I, you, I, yo, I start saying these my toys, cause I'm. That's how I am. If I got resources, these my resources. But if I'm getting ready to stop, if you start hating on me. Guess who resources they are now? Mine. They're back to being mine again. I just took my resources, and then I and if and if you got some resources that mine, then go ahead and try to use them. I ain't co-signing nothing else no more though. I used to co-sign every move that you made. Now I ain't co-signing nothing no more. Go ahead and do that. 
and I put the Rob Bay too, and, and I'm a and I'm going to do it silently. I'm gonna start distancing myself. The same thing you do with trash. You start distancing yourself. You don't let trash just sit in the crib. Somebody got to move. Me or the trash got to move. You know what I'm saying? So, but I think that the number one first thing is I'm still with the eighty twenty. I'm not. I think it's impossible to be a hundred percent out of your feelings. That's just. I just. I, I just don't see it. But. I, so the first thing you got to do is, is say, I'm taking this L. A lot of people um, don't want to take that L and say, this is an L, which is a learning situation, or it's a, or it's a, or it's a loft that I'm learning from because they get caught up with, but I done invested so much. There's a movie. I didn't know that Martin Lawrence and Danny DeVito was in a movie about the I Ching, 19, 2001, I think. The name of uh, what's the worst that could happen? And Martin Lawrence's girlfriend gave him a, a lucky ring, and he broke into Danny DeVito's house. Danny DeVito, when Martin got caught and got arrested, he took Martin's ring just so he could. And he was like, this ring is a, a sign for me. I stole from a thief. And then Martin proceeded to take his whole industry down, this billionaire down, because the dude wouldn't give him his ring back. And when his wife came to him and his oracle came to him and said, just give him back the fucking ring. It's just the fucking ring. It's a cheap-ass ring. He, he just shouted like a little kid, I can't, I can't, I can't. And most of the time when I am advising people to take the L, to walk away, to start fresh. Like Ken said, it's a new season, player. We're getting ready to start a new quarter. You can't go to the new season with the, with the same outfit. You can't survive in the wintertime with shorts. You're going to look crazy in the summertime with the leather bomber on. Take the L right now. Take the small L for the bigger W down the road. The number one thing people got is their ego. It's their ego. It ain't their feelings. It's their ego. What's somebody going to think about me? I done invested so much into this. I just can't do it. I just can't do it. I love hollering at a chick who just got divorced. And she say, I was married for 14 years or 10 years or 12 years. You know the first thing that you should, you're supposed to ask? How long, how long was that happily married? Oh, the first three? Her ego kept her in that relationship unhappy for the next seven to ten years, I ain't like that. I, I'm, I take a, I, I done took mad L's and still here. So they got a, and taking that L with a human is okay. This is why I add in the spiritual component. Don't take the L. Don't take the God loss though, because you're so caught up in this individual that you done lost your connection with the Creator. Is you you humans are designed to let me down. God will never forsake me. That goes all back to my little basic Christianity, the fundamentals. God will never forsake me. All I got to do is pay attention. Let me turn my attention to God. Lift up your eyes to heaven from which cometh your help. We get so much into this person. This person is our God. Like Ken said, this person is our purpose. You got to divorce some of your ideology. I'm going to take this L and I'm going to be fresh. 
I think one of the reasons why men can say it so easily, because in prison, Ken, what are the dimensions of the locker that all of your worldly possessions are in? All of your worldly possessions. How big is that locker, Ken? Shit, if you got a locker, you got a tub or something. Probably got like a tub, like, you know, like like a hamper that go into your bed or something like that. So it, it depends on where you at. But most likely right. it's, it's something. Those be open bunks and stuff. But it's something small, though. It's something small. It's not no attic you can go to. It's not no basement you can go to. You all are attached to too much shit. Your first thing is get out of a a hater will show you what you attach to, for sure. So you got to be able to mm. say, I'm going to take this L. Sure, I can win. In the long run, I am going to win, but you ain't going to run undefeated. They don't make those no more. They don't make those no more. You forget about that. Mm. They, don't, they don't make those no more. And let me, let me say this, too. So, I, so here's why I disagree with you. you. I believe you can be in a relationship and your feelings are not in it. And the reason why is because your mind is supposed to be in a relationship. Your, that's your mind. It's, it's mind and mind because we still haven't established what feelings is. And the Kabbalion says the universe is mental. It never says anything about feelings, <laughs> right? Feelings are this new phenomenon because of capitalism, because we have so much shit that we can be in our feelings. But if you're living in India, slumdog, slumdog, you don't have that luxury to be in your feelings. You have to be in reality, right? The Kabbalion talks about rhythm, gender. It talks about correspondence, polarity. It says the universe is mental. Never says the universe is feelings, right? So when we're dealing with other human beings, it's a mental experience, mental thing. Your feelings don't have to be in it, but once your mind leaves, then the relationship is over, right? So if we make decisions based with our mind, with our mind, and use what we think is feelings as a navigation, meaning that I should be able to travel with no map, and my so-called feelings should be my GPS, the same way the birds fly, the same way animals know how to hibernate, right? We don't have to use our instinct. So we use these things called feelings. And the, the, the reason why I approach and I know how to have healthy relationships with people is because I know what it's like to be totally alone. Like I know what it's like to sleep outside. I know what it's like to be in jail by myself. I know what it's like to have no other human beings. So I'm not attached to a person in that way. And I, I dive head first into the relationship when we spend time with each other because life is real and people go, right? And I know what it's like to lose things. And you know what I'm saying? On Monday you have everything and then on Wednesday you have nothing, right? And I understand that I'm just traveling and anybody that comes in my life, we're just traveling. That's all we are is travelers spending time with each other. You don't own me, I don't own you. And when you give people the ability to choose you, man, it's nothing like that. When you give somebody the ability to choose, I mean, really choose. Like, yo, I'm here because I want to be here. Hey, if you want to be my only person, that's fine. I'm not going to demand that from you. 
not going to do me in that. Let's handle each other right. Let's respect each other right. And I feel like my role is to help develop people's purpose. That's, that's what game enhancement is. I won't fuck with a girl that's not doing anything because I can't be my best self. And then you're going to focus on my person. My person ain't shit. My person is going to get old and die. Don't focus on my person. <laughs> focus on my skill set. Focus on my purpose. Don't focus on my personality. Feel me? So, yeah, we can totally be in a relationship without feelings. We don't, we don't even know what feelings are yet. We still got to figure that out. We know what mentalism is, though. It's been talked about for thousands of years and built upon for thousands of years. And that's what's wrong with those that have and those that don't. Because those that have be in their mind. Those that don't have be in their feelings. And I can use nature to weigh and measure this, no matter what anybody on the call thinks. People are in their own mind, and that's fine. You can stay there, but rent is always due on the first, and you cannot pay no rent with how you feel. Mm. Boom on that. Um, He also sounded like he got a... uh, Ken sound like he got a defined head. I ain't seen your human design chart, but as a but as a but as a as a generator with an open head, I don't do the thoughts because I'm here to have I'm here to experience the trip, and my thoughts, my mental, is too much left brain, just like most people. They too many too much like you said thinking about consequences. You said um, earlier, nature favors the aggressor. You know what I'm saying? Not the not the thinker. So, to me, I'm going with what is the what is the grunt feeling? It's either a uh huh or it's a uh uh-uh. uh. I ain't trying I ain't trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? And I move from that power source. You know, um, and that's why I go and use astrology and other other things so I can look at the the relativity of the strategy. Just like you said earlier, you got to look at it and see, is this nigga really, really crazy? Is he level one crazy or is he DEFCON 5 crazy? You know what I'm saying? Is this joker really, really soft passive or like a level two in the medium passive? You know, so um, some people are more mental than others, but everything is always changing. The Kabbalion can be upgraded. The Bible can be upgraded. You know what I'm saying? Our cells regenerate every 72 hours. So um, I think that a person got to really want to make the thing. I think that what we all agree on is a person got to want to change that situation that they're in. They got to change their, they got to, they got to want to change your scenario. Nobody's, there's no Superman or no movies that's going to come in and be like, Oh, you're being hated on. I'm just going to rescue you. Like, you better kill that narrative as, as early as possible. Right, right. So, um, I think that um, this is a good time to wrap it up. I don't know. Um, is there anything else you guys want to cover? Is there any callers that have any questions? If not, I think we need to go ahead and wrap this thing on up tonight. It's been a long, long, extremely long day for Rabe. 
<laughs> I'm just gonna tell you, I've been I've been out since six a.m. I'm 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 on E. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be real. I've been out the house since six this morning. So y'all gotta forgive me tonight. It's all good. Just let people know how they can find you and get in contact with you uh, on your social media and what do you have for people um, over at your website. Absolutely. Um, so if you are um, wanting to want to get in contact with me, you can find me at trailalchemy.com. Um, if any of this were true for you, if you are dealing with insecurity in your own life, if you have an insecurity reflected back to you through your most intimate relationships, if you are looking for ways to reclaim your power so that you can move on from these kinds of relationships, these are the kinds of things that I help people with. I help women with these kinds of things every day. Not only will I help you, but spirit will come in and assist during your session and offer you the guidance that you have been seeking and the energetic upgrade that you need to get you over these kinds of humps. I think, you know, Ken talks a lot about the mind. Kair talks about feeling. I am an energy person. So for me, if you're going to make a transition out of this kind of situation, your energy has to be properly aligned and you got to be functioning on all cylinders. So you can find me at trailalchemy.com. There's a free download that um, you can you can check out. It's the Get Coded download, and it will start to kind of open up and ask you, get you to asking some of these questions um, as it relates to your own power. Because, again, this is all about power. It's either the power is there or the lack of power is being reflected back to you through insecurity. So you have to do something about that, and I can help you with that. Um, on Instagram, I am Trill Alchemy. Ken? Yeah, um, you know, again, you know, I appreciate you guys, uh, the dialogue and things, uh, having me back again. You know, tomorrow, um, you know, my third ebook, Dealings Over Feelings, drops. And, um, you know, I want everybody to take a look at that. And, you know, I just deal for, with the game from um, a different approach. I am, I, I'm American to the fullest. So I see the world like an American. Um, so, yeah, you know, go and check out Dealings Over Feelings. And it's on my, you know, go to KenBrisbane.com. Check it out. It's also on Kenny Brisbane. Um, and, yeah, you know, check it out. Uh, instant download right to your phone, quick and easy read, and it'll upgrade uh, your perspective immediately. That's what's up. Y'all better get over there. Coach already pre-ordered his. So am I going to get mine is, mine's coming automatically like in the email? Yes, sir. First thing in the morning. Clear some of my schedule up tomorrow. I think I might go get my toes done while I read that. I might go get me a little pedicure tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Get right pimpish on some fly shit. Um, <laughs> for real. I really do. Just before I give out my shouts, how you can get in contact with me, I do, I do really damn like that part about what Mooney said about cut their head off and shit down their neck. Because when I first started selling dope, the first thing I remember, first thing my man taught me was about these streets was never leave an enemy behind. 
You know what I'm saying? Make sure when you get rid of your neck, make sure it's definite. You know what I'm saying? And I think that when a person sees that you'll cut their head off and shit down their throat, they won't be thinking that it's another chance that they might get back together. I've seen a lot of people do the whole yo-yo relationship thing, and you're just going back and forth with this hater. But if you shit down my neck, you can best believe we are done. Thank you very much. I'm, I, I shouldn't have been hating on you, but when you shit down my neck, I know for sure that we're finished. So that just that just hit me. Also, we got somebody who just raised their hand. So hey, I'm gonna uh, honor that. Three four six seven four five seven five four. Your mic is wide open. Thanks for calling Trill Alchemy Radio tonight. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? My name is Phoenix Lorraine. I'm calling from Houston, Texas. Hey. What's up, hey? hey. Uh, <laughs> right, I've been listening listening in about um about fifty fifty two minutes now. Um I really don't have a question. I just wanna pay homage and respect to Ken. Brisbane, um, dude, you have um, definitely helped me develop into an individual that's um, phenomenal. And I can be accountable right now and say it was once upon a time that I was a hater myself. <laughs> and uh, like I said, I just want to play respect and homage to Ken uh, Brisbane. I'm definitely not the same person that I was two years ago um, whenever I initially uh, met him. Keep doing what you're doing. Because you don't even have to be doing this. This is your free will choice of you doing what you're doing. And I just want you to know that you have um, embedded jewels in me that will always have a lifelong impact on me. Things that I never forget. Things that have, like I said, developed me into the individual that I am today and the individual that I will continue to grow into. And I love you for that. That's dope. Damn, thank you, man. I'm I'm, I'm trying to be in my dealings, and you trying to get me in my field, my feces, man. Oh, nah, that's <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's 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 real. I I felt that, you know what I mean. I, and I appreciate it. And and look, man, you know anybody that takes heed to anything I'm I'm saying, they they're a different kind of person because I come from a a different kind of perspective. You know what I mean. And and here's the beauty of it. Here's the beauty of it. A lot of the people that I talk to have been hurt before. Now, let me tell you why that's important. Because the way that the world is going, it's those people that have traumatizing experiences and have been hurt that are going to be the leaders of tomorrow. The people that never experienced none of this fucking pain, they're not going to be able to handle the changes that's coming or right now. They're, they're like a fish out of water. That was our initiation. Not everybody, but those that have figured out how to transmute that shit into, you know what, this is my story. And you figure out that that shit don't belong to you, so you give it to the world. It ain't for everybody. But now we see, like, yo, I'm happy for them scars because it's a whole tribe of us. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole tribe of us. We got scarred, but guess what? We're keeping them legs moving. And now we're, and now we're in a position to serve. So man, I'm I'm just your mirror, and I appreciate you. I appreciate sis, you. Thank you. I got a question for you, sis. Have you have you worked with Ken uh, individually on a game hotline, or just like through Facebook and online? What was the level um, of that? Uh, I met Ken Brisbane about um like I said about two years ago, right at my 
uh, personal way too. Um, and I observed him for a while over social media. And then uh, after that, I've dealt with um, Ken and I have had dealings individually as well. But um, there's not a day that goes by that I'm not <laughs> observing him. I soak him in daily, whether we're dealing individually or it's just me taking up on my own time to sit back and observe uh, observe everything, you know, he feels. And dude, dude has, he, he's powerful, real powerful. Absolutely, man. Appreciate that. That little bit of feedback, yes. and thank you for listening to the show. We really appreciate you. Oh, no problem. This is my first time. Um, my first time tuning in. I'm gonna actually be tuning in more often. This I, I just saw the um, flyer that you posted earlier, and that's what made me tune in. Okay. Hey, we got some shows. We got five shows that um, we've done that you can go check the replay. Um, if you want to go to Blog Talk, I think it's Blog Talk. The the address is on the flyer, Blog Talk forward slash Kair, I think is what it is. And you'll see episodes one through five there. And Ken has been contrib- a contributor on all of those. So I think you'll really, really enjoy that. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah, absolutely, sis. Thank you. Appreciate it. No hey, and I, I just, I just, I, I just want to say um, that – I ain't never even met you or heard you or nothing like that, but just for somebody to, you know what I'm saying, when you come and honor somebody who taught you something, that's a real nigga to me. That's a real G right there. That's a real spiritually mature person. You know what I'm saying? You ready for some other things in your life. You know what I'm saying? You ready for some bigger things in your life because you came and, you know, was like, yo, I'm going to pay respects to where, you know, to the fountain that fed me. So for me, I have a a ton of respect for you right now in just a little four or five minutes that you've been on the phone, you know what I'm saying, to say that because a lot of people, they, like, keep stuff to themselves and want to, you know, I call them credit whores, and they want to keep all the credit to themselves. But, you know, for you you to come out here and say, you know, that man added some champagne to my campaign, um, I just tip my hat to you and say that's, Really honorable, and I definitely appreciate that myself. And now, and, and and let me say this before before you bounce, because like I said, I'm not the most emotionally available person. But it's when people um, they start doing different things, or when they get their project going, and and if I could describe the, the way that somebody feels about pets or their mate, and they really mushy. I get mushy when people start doing them. That shit right there is the way that my emotions work because I really want people to win, not everybody, just the people that I see something in. And, and I, you know, I try my best to try to bring it out of people. Like, man, that shit is in there. This shit, you know, like, like, like you can really take this shit far, far. At, the, at, this, at this point in the game, we don't got to look at Jay-Z or Beyonce. We're their peers. That's how I feel. Like we're their fucking peers. We don't we don't gotta listen to no more lectures, no more nothing. We already soaked up all the game. You feel me? And we got ten thousand hours of mistakes and ten thousand hours of correcting them bitches. So now we part of the master class. So we can we can scale and make a million in a year. We can make a ten million in a year. We're like why not? We be them ones. You know what I'm saying? So my emotions work in that way when somebody has a breakthrough and I'm just a piece of a person's puzzle. 
you know what I'm saying, then another person is a piece and another person is a piece. And, th- and this is how we put our story inside of people. You know what I'm saying? So when I die, when I, because guess what? Tupac's story in me. Other people's stories in me, right? And our stories in her. She gave it back to me. All of our stories are connected. It's inside of each other. And this is how we keep that thing going. You know what I mean? So I definitely appreciate you. Trust me, you, you're you more, um, what, if, with the time you're listening, that's allowing me to evolve to be who I am. So this shit don't work without the other person. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely appreciate you. That's love. That's what it's all about. Big time applause. Big time applause for eight time in the building. And my name is Kate Tyer, the one and only, your favorite strategist, your coach's favorite coach, your astrologer's favorite astrologer, your rapper's favorite astrologer, your rapper's favorite strategist. They all come to see me, and you can too. All you got to do is go over to CoachKAstrology.info. But before you go over and book a session, I'm just letting you know, if you don't meditate, I don't really want to fuck with you. Like, I just put it out there like that. Like, I want at least be trying to meditate. That's like, I don't even want your money if you ain't meditating or trying to meditate. So they say, well, I don't know how to meditate. So go over to Coach's Closet, no E, coachescloset.com, put your name and your email in, and download the meditation. It's free. It's a 17-minute course. If you never talk to me or never see me or whatever, I'm trying to add something to your life that changed my life. And meditation is the foundation of all of these lessons that we are trying to instill upon you. To me, it's the biggest game enhancer that has come into my life. And especially tonight, you know, on this eclipse, everybody need to just be in their own silent meditation. So um, you can find me on Instagram at Coach Kair. CoachKair.com, I'm all over the place. If you want to listen to the other episodes, you should definitely just type in Coach K Radio on Google. Hit enter. It's all going to pop up. We got tons of goodies for you everywhere. Uh, some of y'all are going through, have, have been beaten up emotionally and need to find your courage. You also can go to my site and uh, get an emotional freedom technique. The tapping technique <clears throat> will bring tons of enhancement to your own mental, physical, and spiritual body. Um, it's Coach Kair, Rob Bay, Ken Brisbane. We out of here, and we're going to let T.I., he brought us in, and he's going to take us out. We'll see y'all next week, next Thursday at 9 o'clock. All right? Peace. For sure.